Mama! Mama! We made it! Yeah, 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 yeah. What it, what it, what it do though? You're damn right that was life. You damn right that was life. Every time. Every single time. Every Ladies time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mama We Made It podcast. It's your boy, Nushi. We got my brother, Roushi, here with me. And we got a very, very, very special guest. Like, to be honest with you, before I even introduce this guest, let me just say you're one of the most beautiful and kind and just like incredibly... Man, you are just an incredible soul, my brother. Like, it, it, I can't even just put it into words. I get flustered with it. Like, this is one of the greatest human flustered beings that I've come across. Flustered. You feel me? Like, I'm just going to put it out there. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? We got my brother from the Super Duper crew. Mm. Jesus Araujo. Welcome, everybody, to the Mama We Made a Podcast. Mama. Aquí estamos. You Gracias. feel me? Ooh, ooh. Gracias. You feel me? That's how ethnic we about to get right now. We got an incredible story. Yes. Like this is this is something that, you know, it, it's beautiful because you and I have spoken about. You know me, bro. I'm I'm a motherfucker where it's like, if I want if I want the story told, I'm gonna ask for it. You know what I mean? It's up to somebody to to wanna give it. You put it out uh, there before it could even be happened. Like the first time I met you, you were like I know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was at South by. I never met yeah. you. You're like, I've been knowing you. Yeah. You spiritually, I feel the connection. Like, we going to make something happen one day. And I was just like, it was back in like 2012, 2013. Facts. Like, facts. You were still doing the TMing stuff back then. Bro. You know what? Absolutely. It's crazy because, you know, me and Nolan go back ages. Mm-hmm. And like, we're going to get into you and Nolan going back ages beyond our ages but it's like it's crazy when you're able to like link up with cats within a squad and be able to like appreciate the journey that they had but Mm -hmm. also just be able to appreciate the human beings within that it's like knowing what like y'all were rocking with it was just i had that like vibe within me you feel what i'm saying yeah um and at the same time bro it's when you come across great human beings you just know it it's not something that can be you know uh, created out of thin air, yeah. you know what I mean. So that's that's one thing I I really feel like it's something that nobody can hide. You either just got that or you don't. Simple and flat. Now, you know what I'm now that just comes from the graces of God, you know. Like off top, that's that's all that is. You yeah, know? it's either there or it's not. And thankfully, we got it here in the building. What it do <laughs> yeah. with it, Jesus? I want to go through your upbringing. You have an incredible like beginning that that really kind of you know, forms your journey. Um, I'd love to take it back to where it all began. Man, so if I got to take it back, take it back. Take it back. Take it back, take it back. Um, Man, honestly, because um, it has to go with like, if I take it back to anything, it goes with like my name. Yeah. Oh. And like, it starts with like my parents yeah. met in church. Stop. And in Oxnard, which is north of uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, right above uh, this town called Ventura. Okay. And they were just, they were in church one day, and my dad saw my mom, and he was like, I'm going to pray for you. Like, like that was his line. Like, his <laughs> line was like, yeah, everyone was in a circle. You know, they're like, you know, we're, we're all going to pray for something. You know, we're going to, you know, what do you want to pray for? Like, oh, I'm going to pray for, like, 
you know, my aunt who's having some issues or like, I'm going to pray for like world peace. Yeah. My dad was like, I'm going to play for like Maria because she's oh, like an amazing woman. Wow. Bro. You know, and I was how, just. How can you beat that? You that's the ultimate. That, that's that the ultimate line. biblical, bro. That's, that's, so they met in church and the other rare thing about them is my mom's name is Maria. My dad's name is Jose, which in the Spanish version of the Bible, that's Maria Jose. That's Joseph and Mary. Oh, wow. And they always said, like, if they want to have a kid, they wanted to name their kid Jesus after the <laughs> firstborn. Bro. So, like, technically, you know, for me, it's it's always been a thing for me to be like, yo, like, when I hear Jesus, it's like, nah. And I naturally, like, yeah. if someone doesn't know your name, yeah, you tell them something, they're going to be like, wait, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, you want me to call you that? And that name itself is, like, very, like, it's, you know, like, it's a sacred name. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't walk away from that. Like, like that's just what it is. Yeah, Factual. Absolutely. And my parents ended up getting together. They had me and they named me Jesus. Wow. Beautiful. And so naturally, like, growing up, because my house is very... Like, we went to Catholic school. We went to church. Mm. My dad, he's from El Salvador. And when he was in El Salvador, he was, like, studying in the missionary. Like, he wanted to be a priest. Like, my mom went to church every Sunday with her side of the family. My 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 dad, my mom's family, they all, like, play music, like, Son Jarocho, which oh, is, like, this wow. type of, like, Mexican music from Veracruz. And they would play in church. Mm. So, the church was, like, my thing. Like, wow. altar boy, stat, second grade. What, like... First communion, stat, got that. First confession, stat, got that. Pictures, everything, like. Wow. Like, it was just something that was just a part of my life. Absolutely. And when, you know, like, you're a kid, and I learned Spanish before I learned English, mm-hmm. I I was very, like, I would hear things, and it, like, kind of, like, I would literally take things, like, oh, go over there. I'm like, all right. And I'm like, where are you pointing to? Like, I'm going to go exactly to where you're pointing to. Like, that's what you said, right? Because I was, I would, that's how I just interpreted the new language mm. wow. from Spanish to English. Interesting. Yeah. So when I would hear my name, Jesus, or hear Jesus in like Bible texts, because I went to like private Catholic school from yeah. like kindergarten to seventh, no, to sixth grade, mm-hmm. it was all like, it was just really there in my head. So mm. to me, it was like, yo, like, basically this book says just be as cool as you can be as many people as you can because that's what you would hope would happen to you yo i feel that <laughs> and so i was like all right like that i guess you know this is what this is life this Absolutely. feels this feels good to me you know yeah. like all right like how you doing what's your name yeah everything's great yeah you're a little surprised by that all right cool it's all good but like <laughs> my bad you know like hey, hey, hey. it's all For good real though you know and that's just that's just me what what was that like growing up in the church right and also you know having the name jesus or jesus mm-hmm. right and seeing it as a kid and reading it in those texts like it's crazy that <laughs> it literally was all aligned right but what's it like as a kid you know, when you're starting to try and figure out the understanding of just like being a kid and also now you're in the church and growing in the church, but then you're also seeing your name. Like, how how is that? Because it was for a reason. But does that affect you in any way? 
you or not you um it's more of a like i just wanted to like you got something to like live up to because i remember kids I be like, like your name yeah. your name is matthew and your name because your great grandfather mm. fought in this war yeah. or you're you know like i was around a lot of like, like matthew brent i had a homie his name was kilo because his eyes were really open, and that's what it meant something in Hawaiian. I might have butchered that. I'm sorry. I feel but that's you. just what I remember him telling me. Absolutely. You know? And, you know, everyone had a name, and mine was like, oh, this is why you're named this. So understand what it is. Yeah. Know the history. Absolutely. I'm not like the biggest buff on it, but I know stories yeah. from the Bible because, you know, you had to read them like I had a religious class every day, whether it was different from how it went. But every day I had a religious class. And, and you, it, it sounds like you, you embraced it, you know. Oh, yeah. There's like and actually I knew one kid named Jesus. He yeah. was a badass kid. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jesus if you're out there. Shout out. <laughs> but um. And I don't know if that if that's even connected to why like his name. I don't know if those two are connected. Yeah. But like it, it sounds with growing up in the church in uh-huh. in your name that this was a very embracing moment of that and something you you kind of felt connected to. Oh yeah, and not even that, but like in my neighborhood. So like I grew up in Ventura, California, and in my neighborhood there was a mobile. Home. I lived in a mobile home park in the really? neighborhood. So like there was like Luna Mobile Home Park. And the cool part was there was a grip of kids. Mm. There was a bunch of people like my age, a grade higher, like in middle school range. And then you had the ones that were in high school. And then you had the ones that were like basketball players. And you had like the stoner kid. Like I had everybody I wanted to see or be like before I even thought about Mm. in my neighborhood growing up. And the cool part was is I would go outside and everyone knew each other. So age group age didn't matter. And one of my homies was like, matter. and one of my yeah. homies just looks at me. He's at the pool and I'm walking up the stairs and he's like, yo, Jesus, the notorious just please us with your lyrical thesis. And I was just like, that's incredible. And at that moment, I was just like, yo, like it works. I feel you. Your peers outside of Catholic school, because you're kind of weird because you don't take the bus with them to school. Mm. Your times are different. Like, mm. you know, it's just a little different, especially yeah, like in the neighborhood because like everything's a community, but you're the one kid that has to drive to school. You're not taking the bus. Yeah. Uh, but like those kids made it cool to be like, oh, yeah, my homie Jesus. No, I have a homie named Jesus. I yeah, this is my homie Jesus. What do you mean you have a friend named Jesus? <laughs> like somebody like, like. My homie Jesus. My homie Jesus. Like, that's, the, that's the, the lead up to it. And to me, it was just like, oh, like, like that's my name. Like, yeah. I'm not faking the funk. Like, what's your name? My name is Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, that's not my name. Wow. My name is really Jesus. Yeah. So to me, I was like, if my homies are cool calling me by my real name. And the church, I'm learning all the ways to be good and do my thing, not just on some like stuck in like the church spirit, but like the book. Yeah. What it says, be good to one another. Absolutely. Treat each other with respect. Absolutely. Love each other. Understand, forgive. Mm. 
all these things that are just like, yo, these, this is the basis. For sure. You can get like real like specific and be like, oh, it says that like abolish this, this, and this. And then the Bible's like, all right, cool, cool. But what's the big picture say? Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people like, you know, and not even to get on this tangent, but it's like I, I completely, you know, adore that perspective because, you know, all religions to, in, in my eyes are different pathways to the same place. Mm -hmm. Right. And also all of these books really speak on, you know, intrinsic truths that are within all of them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And there's lessons to be learned within, you know, the Bibles and the Qurans and all these other religious yeah. texts. Um, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, yes, naturally, if you practice what's being preached, like mm -hmm. on baseline level, it's just like be a good human being and the world will be good to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for you to for you to have kind of like embraced that and saw it that way within the church, but yeah. also, you know, being within the church but seeing it in that light is something that's fucking glorious to me you know what i'm saying and i feel like it's very formative into your character mm. you know what i'm saying i'm I'm not afraid to bless myself before i eat mm. i'm not afraid like i know what i represent and what i've been taught yeah and that to me is what's most important mm -hmm. i understand if some people like you know look at the catholic church as whatever entity it is yeah and i ain't mad at you because like i ain't mad at the facts yeah right but what i'm not gonna my thing is though like what i've learned in the book yeah is what i've taken with me absolutely because for the longest time like when i had to do my first confirmation like when i got older they're like oh you have to the the priest is gonna say oh okay like you believe in god i'm like wait, what? I'm not doing this. They're like, why? I'm like, who's he to say that? Like, wow. Why, why do I have to, why does he oh. have to, why does he have to make, why does it have to be a ceremony? Yeah. yeah. And what authority is that? You know, here? like, like where is that? Mm. And that bothered me deep. That's and, interesting. And, and like, like it could have been seen as like a Christian mindset, you know, like a different way. But to me, it was like, that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that was just me being like, yo, like from what I've just learned my whole life, mm -hmm. me, me living up to my name, me trying to be who I can be. It's your own interpretation. Exactly. You and, feel me? and feeling that as a youngster and understanding that kind of gives you understanding on how everything is. Don't judge. Understand. Absolutely. See things for different ways. Mm. Don't be afraid. What was childhood like? Childhood was, it was, I had the best, I had a cool, it was tight. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I oh. love it. Man, like, I have two younger brothers. Mm. Like, now, like, they're not that much younger, but, like, my brother Pep, he's two years younger than me, two, two or three. And then I have another brother, his name's Tomas, he's four years younger than me. Mm. So I always had someone to to kick it with word and we all were like athletes we all wanted to be pro athletes like that was our like really? we could think of something sports was, was big sports is life because it was like oh like basketball's fun but like young as a young kid like i understood like oh jumping is fun yeah, yeah. i like to jump jumping could lead me to 
doing other things. Yeah. I can run really fast. Like, oh, I'm kind of good. I'm kind of coordinated. Like, I, I figured it out. You know, like, I understood how to be an athlete into sports. Yeah. Mm. And I'll never forget watching, like, the 1994 World Cup. And I was, like, just kind of, like, really getting into soccer. But it was the first time in my life I ever saw my dad show emotion. Oh, wow. Like, get hype. Yeah. Because my dad was this serious person this like i don't show emotion i it's either happy or mad or tense or stress but i saw brazil when roberto baggio missed the pk Mm. when italy missed the pk and brazil won i saw him jump up in the air and my eyes just lit up i'm like (laughs) yo like you feel yeah yo like what the fuck i'm like looking around my brother's like yo like dad dad likes to fucking be happy like (laughs) yo like what the fuck that's wild and that was something that made me be like yo like and like saying this like remembering that like i've never been able to like really say this Mm. but it's like i didn't realize that i kind of wanted to play soccer because of that Wow. Because I was like, he has, I can see an emotion in him. And it'll bring, yeah. Because my mom, my mom's a, my mom's a labor and delivery nurse. Oh, really? So she has this very like loving, caring. She deals with babies all day. Like she's like, I have homies that their babies have been delivered by my mom. Wow. Or like, you know, like. They're like their dad, you know, like delivered. Th- like my mom's been there. Like, yeah. wow. Oh yeah, yeah. So and so is here. I'm like, oh for us, yeah. Like, so like, oh yeah. I'm gonna go. Yo, let me hold on a sec. Mom, are you there? Yo, look out for this name. All right, just make sure they're good. All right, all right, cool. Like your wow. girls will be straight. Like, and you know there was that loving, nurturing. You know she's she's that. But my dad, um, he came from El Salvador. And it was during, like, he left right before, like, the Civil War, like, really, like, cracked off. Oh, wow. So he left the country when he was, like, 16. Oh, wow, yeah. So he has, you know, like, you know, he has two, you know, three sisters. And, like, you know, his, you know, my grandma got her so, like, she was mad cool. Was, like, she was, like, the nicest person in the world. But my dad always had this very, like, stern. Yeah. Like, he'd been through a lot. Like, not just been through a lot, but, like, we're here you're not going to make me look bad for what we've gotten to so far. Because, you know, like, growing up, like, being Latino in a predominantly, like, white area, you're, there's certain things. Absolutely. And my dad, seeing that we were very, like, in the, like, school system where it was white people, mm-hmm. where there, like, was, like, an assorted amount of different, like, people, but a majority, like, that's what it was. Yeah. My dad was like, I'm not, you're not going to make me look bad. Yeah. You're going to be good. Yeah. You're going to be really good at sports. You're going to be really good at this. Mm. Whatever you do, you're going to be really good because you're here for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to let you guys like, not forget, but like, you're going to, they're going to see like, yo, like I've made it, you know? Yeah. He's not going to let you not seize the opportunity. Yeah. Because what he went through. Yeah. You know, wow. like, you know, and he works, you know, he worked construction at Procter & Gamble. Mm. You know, and well, we'll get into that a little bit later on. But that's how it was. Like, 
it was he had a, kind of like a militant aspect where like you couldn't do things, you couldn't be out of line. Got you. I'm not polite because I love being polite. I'm polite off of a habit. Like <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. You yep. good? Yep. Yes. No, ma'am. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Please. No, sir. Yes. Uh, walk isn't into it, a room, say what's up to everybody in the room. Yo, isn't it crazy as like ethnic folk, right? Yeah. That it's wild because my mom used to always get on me when I was little. Like you didn't say hi to that person yeah. over there. You said hi to everybody else, but not that person. Uh-huh. So like. Same, like entering the room, saying mm. what's up to everybody is like an ingrained thing, right? Mm. And then also, the worst thing I think I've ever said to my mom is "duh." Oh yeah, what? and I got a and I got a straight like whiplash for it. Like she literally was like "duh," like what does "duh" in Farsi? What does "duh" mean? You say "duh" to your mom, and literally oh. like gave me the wacko. Right, and from that point, like imagine saying like "shut up, mom." Like no. I literally was a little kid seeing. Like, when we're kids and we see, like, our friends who, the majority of the time, were the white friends, you know what I'm saying? Be like, fuck you, mom. I fucking oh hate God. you. What? I'm, <laughs> like, I feel like Cam's like, I should literally be like, Joe, shut the fuck up. Yo, no, that, that, that's crazy, <laughs> man. <laughs> so don't talk to your mom like that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do it. Why? Just, that's how it felt, oh, like, we're telling your friends you. that. But for me, it was, like, any little thing. Like, I'm not afraid to, like, admit it, like, yo, like. I used to like, you know, like you get whooped, but like there was times where it was like, yo, like it was whoop, whooping season. You know, like for like, it felt like just unnecessary things. I feel you. But it was just like, yo, tighten. It was just his yeah. way of just being like, tighten up. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing else I can tell you. There's nothing else. Just tying the fuck up. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's how I have to look at it now. Like just tying up. Like it made no sense, but. Just tighten up. And it's crazy because, like, that's probably how, like, our parents at the time were raised as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, like, it was a very, like, stern, you know, upbringing. But yeah. just, like, rules and morals and structure and all that type of if stuff. If I may ask, where, where are your parents from? Iran. Iran. Yeah. Yeah. My parents, they're mom's from Mexico, from Juarez, Mexico. And my dad's from Latin America. So, like immigrant parents yeah. people from other like that's not out the norm absolutely not right you know and yeah. it was a like i understood it yeah and living like the 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 latin culture where you have to do certain things because the way people might look at you mixed with understanding like yo you can speak up For yo sure. you can tell people this is what's going on you can like, you can win the race. Yeah. Absolutely. That That's a trip that you say that because, like, even on the flip, like, my mom was the fireball and my dad was, like, the Zen master, mm. right? Like, my mom would put her foot down and it'd be like a a stomp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And my dad would always just be like, no, it's okay. Come here. Don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. Like, to the point where if I got in trouble and my mom was yelling at me, my dad would, like, say, come to your room right now. And then they'd take me into the room. Yeah. Say, sit down so my mom could hear. And just pull me aside and be like, all right, just wait here five minutes. When you walk out, let's just act like something happened. I love you. <laughs> he literally gave me a kiss on the forehead. He's like, I love you. Love you. Just go out there. Just be, don't worry. Just be okay with your mom. I would pray for affection like that as a child, man. I, I would pray that. for affection like that. <laughs> I feel that. I feel you. It's crazy, though. Because like, it's like, it's wild to me that, you know, how much 
though, like our parents and just like even interactions have on shaping our character. No, definitely. Huge. You know huge, what I'm saying? Man, like, huge. it's one of those building blocks and those staples that I feel like, you know, even one way or another, you know, we all go through different types of upbringings and that's just to, like we're all human beings and individuals like our parents all went through different types of upbringings as well yeah. you know what i mean and at the end of the day the beauty of this thing called life is that we start off with a structure mm-hmm. and we start off with a foundation but then we start becoming us yeah you know what i'm saying as we grow within the household and then ultimately you know out of the household you know what i mean it's just like life shapes us but like yeah, it's incredible. Like, that's so wild to me. Like how like it, like polar opposites, but it's all very similar. But you know the one saying? common thing was sports. Mm. It was the release. It was the yeah. I'm sure you nice at it. It felt good. It was the like yo. This will get us away from everything. Wow. So like that was like the one thing was like all right. You went like club, like you do it right. Like playing and like. I played in the Oxnard leagues, like with a team from Santa Paula. So like, I played like with the hood kids. Mm. Then I played with the club kids. Like I, like it was all about playing with who was the best. When did you start? Man, I got deep into soccer like legitimately like in '94. So I want to say like I was maybe like seven. And then it was just like a thing where I was like, I want to do this every day. I want to be the best. So you just got hooked on it. I just yeah, because to me it was like I want to be the one that like does things like no one can do mm-hmm. i thought it was the coolest thing because i was like oh, i'm gonna be a goalie like i thought it was the coolest thing to be able to like i can jump in the air and fall really hard and i'm just gonna get up like nothing happens right like i don't know why but i thought that was like the coolest thing in the world i love it like, oh you want to kick the ball really hard at me all right i'm gonna stay right here <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> kick the ball at me yeah. and i might catch it and I was just Yo. like, ah. gotcha. So but, from jump, you wanted to be a goalie. Oh, jump! Like it, it was, wasn't like the coach put you there. You were a no, little taller the, than the so, kids. So like, the, like, no, the coach was like, "You're gonna be the goalie today." I was like, "All right, cool." And I was like, "Oh, you're giving me a different jersey? Oh, cool. Oh, wow. I feel different. I can use my hands. Yeah. Why is this much easier for me? It oh, just felt wow. like it just felt like the most realest thing as a child to me. It was like the most connected thing I felt." Just understanding, like, you know, like, this this is a nice little, like, thing you got going on right here. And also, like, in soccer, like, one, I played defense, uh, sweeper. So it was just, Ooh, like, me and the goalie, right? You're my boy. You're my boy, you dog. You're my boy. That. Yeah. I respect Like, all-stars. Like, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was, like, I own the sweeper because, man, I'm not out there scoring goals. I don't care about dribbling ball. I'm just going to come and, like, be really aggressive. Be all up in your it. shit. Yeah. Get the ball out. But the goalie, what's so cool about goalies in, in soccer, it almost becomes like an individual sport at that moment. Like the how you have to kind of protect. Imagine being the final, final step before that goal. Like so mm-hmm. much pressure is on you. All eyes are on you. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like, because I've played goalie a few times too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like if you're a sweeper and playing defense, like you're going to be goalie a, a few times. Word, right? yeah. Just like the way you look at the field, it's almost like being a catcher. It, it, it kind of becomes, whereas the team is out there, and obviously you're a big part of the team, but there becomes this like really big responsibility on the goalie that I don't think a lot of people really understand until mm-hmm. you're, and that's why I have such respect for goalies. Like when you're when you're there, kind of like defending the land, 
in soccer in such like a this this crazy sport one of the most respected fucking positions by far i got back there and it was like cool and then i remember like i was pretty good at it in my first year in aso mm. and then my coach was like yo we're gonna play in this other league and it's really fast and i remember and i just remember just getting scored on left and right left and right by all these other kids mm. and i just remember like that moment i realized i'm not scared of fear I'm more worried about feeling embarrassed. Mm. And that was what being a goalkeeper taught me off the bat was understanding like, yo, embarrassing moments are going to happen in this world. You might come out and the ball might go between your legs. You might get the ball passed back to you. Might go Like all these things. (coughs) But and the wild part was this was that first feeling like that that and you embraced it and i took it and i was like yo like all right it might whatever is gonna happen might happen but fuck it let's roll like let's let's roll let's roll and that was the best part about being a goalkeeper tommy was get up get up and act like you've done this before because when you're in the back you're you're literally like looking at the field yeah You're, you're talking to everyone you're like yo you step left yo Bro, you go right, you go right. Stay in front, stay in front. Push him out line, push him out line. Bro, you help crazy. out. You're you're watching everything yeah, dude, as it saying, moves. Dude. You're the other voice. You you see everything. You, yeah. you you talk to it, and it was like you're just orchestrating from like the bro. front line. And to me, it was like, and that was the one thing that was told to me as a very like learn to be loud. Don't scream. Be loud. Hmm. So you not you know you're like a fifth grade sixth grade kid your voice is kind of cracking like ha ah, like go left like you 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 all right go step left you know like you're figuring these things out wow and it was like the greatest tool in my life and I loved it so much and I literally gave my heart to this I was like what like I'm gonna go practice every day and that was when me and my dad like came in and my brothers like we all would go shoot. It worked out. They wanted to shoot. I was a goalie. I love it. That worked out perfect. Boom, boom, Everybody wants shot. to shoot usually. Yeah, and there's a, a shitload of discipline that goes into being goalie, man. Like, it's, it's one of those positions that's like, look, whereas, you know, if you're forward or even midfield, you have literally, like, the whole field to just, like, spread your wings and mm. kind of, like, go where the ball goes, where you're goalie or even sweeper. And that's that's how I can relate. Like, sweepers right before the goalie, the yeah. last line of defense. Yeah. And you just have this area where it's like you're kind of confined to this, but it's like you're the protector of this, right? And there's this like discipline that goes into it where I'm sure like when your you know, brothers or, or friends are shooting on you ten thousand times for mm. practice, it's it's that repetition. It's, oh, yeah. it's, drills, drills, drills. Yeah. Learn to learn to literally just fall on the ground, get up, fall on the ground, get up, fall on the ground. Muddy, like the goalie also has the worst conditions on the field because that area is just sometimes like just dirt. Yeah. Like there were times where I was just playing on literally just dirt <laughs> in Colonia and like it made it gave me so much character because it was like uh, put your life on the line for this. Yeah. Like that's it's how made, and then like I loved it so much I got better at it because I tried so hard at it. When I was in seventh grade, I was playing in Santa Paula with the Aguilas in the Colonia League and like in Oxnard at that time, it was just like a hub of like the hottest best soccer players that no one knew about really no one knew about this spot no one knew there was a couple names maybe 
but no one knew of just like all this like excellent talent mm -hmm. just growing because like it was just like everyone was just good and there's a certain style you play like you were like everyone like we were playing in Oxnard like Barcelona before Barcelona because that's just how they play in Mexico that's that touch 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 ball moves ball moves ball moves and you're just right there and so you know playing in those leagues with just really good players yeah mm -hmm. built that extra character because you're playing in the hood you're playing you know like i was one of those people i was like yo i want to be better i'm gonna play with the mexicano players because the white players just play long ball i'm trying to play touch i'm trying to get better as a player mm. and that was but like it was a there's a lot of people that were good so you had to earn your spot Absolutely. And that was where, like, but, like, at that time, like, when they were having, like, my father and I, like, had issues because it was, like, why you want to play on a good team where you're going to get no time mm -hmm. when you can go play for a team over here where you can be a star player? What you, was what was that know, difference for you? No, I mean, sorry, for, that was just a dramatic No, no, for, <laughs> no, no, no for so sure. So what was it? No, no, for sure, though, but, like, because it's twofold, right? Like, you can get training. And train with much better players yeah. and play, you know, with, for the majority of the time, much better players or go on a squad and just like, you know, be with the, the scrubs. You want to be the best. You got to play with the best. You got to see the best. You got to be in that, that area. I respect that. Yeah. Live it. Facts. Like that was life. You know, like I felt bad because I missed a lot of my cousin's birthdays. It's like graduations. Like I missed a lot of stuff, but. I was just so dedicated to playing this sport, this position. I love it. Because it was like freedom. It was like you understood things. You know, like I didn't realize how much that would transition into my like regular life. You know, like my last year, like my, my first year playing at like Oxnard College, it was a soccer team that like previously that school was a laughing stock. Mm. And it was like my whole club team at the time, like a lot of us were like, yo, we're all going to go there. Like, let's just go. Let's like be Oxnard soccer. Mm. You know, like, let's do it. Everyone on that team, every, everyone was basically from Oxnard. There was like three people that weren't from Oxnard, but we had been playing with everyone since we were kids. So it was like you said, you know, community. Like yeah. it was another community that we were in. And we were like, all right, we're going to bring this to like, school ledge people are gonna see this awesome absolutely and we went there and like we we won like league championship that year we got to like the second round of playoffs and it was like unheard of wow and we had we were you know we we wished you know we wanted but our coach was like he wasn't afraid to rip you a new one he, like he kicked me off the field once you know he wasn't like he demanded the best out of you because he knew like yo you're the best yeah understand work hard oh you're absolutely. tired work harder absolutely figure it out your body's gonna rejuvenate <laughs> like take cold showers do this like everything was just so like on point and, you know you're you're like a I'm, a I'm like a 20 year old kid just soaking this up like oh my god like like this is life this is life this is soccer you know, do that. Then I get on this practice squad in Ventura playing like PDL for the Ventura Fusion. And it's like, oh my God, like this is time. I'm playing with all the best players finally from the whole state. <laughs> and there's a couple of us from Oxnard there. And they're seeing this and we're like, oh shit, you know, we're, people are finally seeing we're on the map now. Absolutely. Because that's what would matter. It was putting the city on the map, put 
let people know like we're here come see us like yeah. you you ain't got to go nowhere else yeah. like my like that squad that i played with like in, in college like a lot of them in high school like there was like four of them that were all all county all state you know like but like six of them were like second team mm -hmm. like all be all because we just wanted to just be nice at this mm. Austin college is a thing now that school in like the last like 10 years they won like eight league championships and one state championship really because we wanted like yeah tell them we would tell the kids it was like oh we all know these kids because they all come from the same schools they all yeah. come from we would tell them like yo like go to oc and you're gonna <coughs> rep go to oc you're gonna do yeah. your thing go do your thing for the city yeah and i'm I not and, and i'm not from there i'm from ventura i feel but you. i had a, i went to where the best was at yeah and Ventura had no problem being like, oh, let's go over here. So we went there, we played, we did our thing, and it was tight. I love that. Man, what's one thing you mentioned, like with your coach, it's like you had these great people, your father, your coaches, yeah. even even your teammates, bringing the best out of you, pushing for that, mm -hmm. even that, if that meant, like, like you said, being a hard ass or, or doing whatever, right? But all to bring the best mm. out of you, like step up your shit, yeah, lock yeah. in. Now, as a kid, it's it's very easy, especially like as a teen, as you start entering high school, to kind of get distracted with teen shit. You know, parties, things change. Like, for example, I did karate my entire life yeah, until yeah. high school. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, <laughs> now I'm going to go do this and tap yeah. in some other stuff. You just you go through changes. Yeah. But, you know, so it's like you had these great influencers around you uh -huh. bringing the best out of you. But how do you also balance that or, or how do you find yourself staying with that and so dedicated as you kind of grew into, you know, your, yourself? As I became like a young adolescent, it, was, it still was ball as life. Like I hung out with a group of friends, Dolan Smith, for wow. chance, since I had like a f mutual friend that... Uh, my bad a mutual friend that Anusha and I had like I known him since preschool he was bros with my brother mm. they had played they played basketball together at six in sixth grade till then high school mm. I was hung around with people that predominantly just wanted to just play the game so it was even your peers that ran real yeah deep. and like they were like did their thing but like even in high school it was like weird for me cause like all my friends were basketball players i would dip mm. i i had to go to like i had to go to Oxford. I i had no problem i i i grew up understanding at a very early age like you're gonna have to make decisions mm. like i would do research i would watch movies like i would be like yo like if you want to really be the best you gotta just like say no to all that stuff just say no and be dedicated just to i'm sorry to, to live i'm know, i'm live i'm sorry but we're gonna kick it but yo i gotta go oh why you're gonna miss us all like you ain't gonna guilt trip me i gotta i gotta go do this wow and that's, that's why i like I've, i felt like there's certain things now that it's like oh i feel bad like i didn't have to miss that birthday that graduation yeah that thing but i knew in my heart like this is I'm gonna ride this till the wheels fall off. And I love push, that. I don't want to push the car, cause that's just how I felt. Mm. 
I fell in love with this one thing and I'm gonna ride this. <laughs> just, just, I'm just gonna ride this. Like I had no problem being that guy that was like, oh, Jesus, don't, he, he'll never hang out. Yeah, I know. It's all good. That's incredible. I gotta go to this other city. Just up the street. What was that left. like? Oh, was it was it far or was it? Like- no, it's literally like just up the street, but it's a completely different city. Ventura is by the beach. It's Caucasian, a couple of Mexicans here and there. Retired old white people. Oxnard is puro like it's pura vida. It's it's Mexicano. <laughs> like you feel it. Like the best Mexican food is in Oxnard, California. I don't care what anyone says. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Man. I will tell you where to go. Like, let's go. The best. I'm telling Yo. you. Like the fire is. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just is. But like that was like that was just like it was just a difference. And I embraced it. Mm. I was that one Latin kid that wasn't afraid to like I get it. I hung out with I, my my friends weren't. I went to a white school, predominantly white school, but all my friends weren't white. Mm. Growing up, my my best friends was one was half black, half Mexican, one was white, one was my brother. I had um, one of my homies; he was Indian, like Mexican. Like it was very diverse. It, 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 my 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 friends were diverse, but I wasn't afraid to like embrace that culture in me. Absolutely, I wasn't afraid to listen to Spanish music. I wasn't afraid to like when reggaeton first came out. I swear to God, none of my friends loved it in Ventura. I went to fucking Oxnard. That shit was thriving. Really, <laughs> we seen yeah. Abdel, Daddy Yankee. That shit was going gasolina, yeah. like, and I love that shit. But I'd be my, but I'd be with my friends in Ventura. They'd be like, "Nah, turn this shit off. I don't get it." <laughs> What you mean? Nah, I don't like this. Let's, let's listen to Lil Wayne. I feel you. You know? And and it was just like this, like, it was just that. It was mm. two different, like, and that was, like, something I had known as a kid. Like, yeah. I went to Catholic school and did Catholic school things. But I lived in the neighborhood, and we would go to the orchards and have lemon wars. And we would, cars would drive by and we would throw water balloons at them and run or like stay up all night and play hide and go seek in the whole neighborhood. Like, you know, like I had always done two polar opposites damn near mm-hmm. because I understood like you got to see it both. Yeah. Yeah. You got to understand it all. Yeah. How I, if I can't, if I want to be the best, I got to know how the best live. I got to know how the best are. I got to, you want to, you want to thrive that, you know, like mm-hmm. my brother at an early age, he got this book called like the pistol about this um, basketball player named pistol Pete. Mm. And his, his dad was like, a fuck, like, no, you're going to practice. Like you're going to dribble to school from school. You're going to never leave the ball. You're, you're never like you, this is life. Now you want to do this. You better do this all yeah. the way. You know what it's going to take. You know, you better live this life. And I just just took that in. You know, Ooh. like, my dad, he understood. He, like, he taped every single game of the 98 World Cup and was like, all right, you're going to watch this. But, like, at an early age, I kind of realized, like, yo, I know how to study for things for my personal life. Mm-hmm. If I feel this is important to my personal life, I'm going to do it. Because in the 
school world, I didn't really care. I got the pass because I was decent. I was pretty good at English. Yeah. Mathematics, like, shout out to Tom. Fucking let me, like, fucking, ah, people over the left. Oh, thanks, Tom. Got the answer for me. Like, yes. Like, yo, anything past geometry? Don't, don't, don't ask me about that. <laughs> I feel Algebra you. two. I just recently learned what a squared plus b squared. Like, how do you get c squared? I just recently relearned that. I awesome. respect that. What do you What do you think it was that that like? Because you had that distinction so young. You know what I'm saying? Like of knowing what out of things you wanted to pull from them. Where Where did that come from? I truthfully think like now after like sit here with y'all like just that feeling of like yo my dad had this undeniable thing of just like yo like i'm not gonna look bad and i think a part of me was like i'm gonna i have that man not that that drive yeah but not that i want to do this for me to just to know got it i want to be i want to be that guy like you want to know something you ask me because I'm going to know where I'm going to know something that's close to that. And we're going to break this down together. Like that was just how like I felt as a kid. Yeah. It was, it was like, cause it was just like, I just need to be that. I want to be, I want you to know, like, if you come to me, I got you. Yeah. For At sure. At all times. It don't matter who you are, where you're from. I got you. Cause usually so much of it is like when, when, you, when kids fall under or anybody falls under that, like, I got to be this mold. Rarely do they take it to like, I gotta be like, I got, okay, now I got the framework, but I wanna be the best me at this. Yeah. Like that level of individuality yeah. that you still maintain, mm. I think is extremely special while doing all of these things. Even like playing soccer to the maximum, yeah. right? But having love for the squad and the homies, you were able to make that distinction and it didn't weigh heavy on you. It was just like, bro, this is what I wanna do. Like, y'all know what it is. Cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think it's incredible that you were able to kind of pull that individuality from from this like path to your own sense of you know what right and wrong and what achievement and not was like mm-hmm. it's something that so many people look for a bar that's set but just try and you know reach that certain specific yeah. area as opposed to like having some semblance of like internal fortitude yeah. in path towards it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like even just that dedication you know with soccer um and i didn't realize that until i was done with it oh really because really? it was just second nature i had done it my whole life this is life and then when i was done with it like i remember <laughs> like i'll never forget that last final practice there was this dude from uh, he was from denmark on the team coach Oli was the coach at the time over at Fusion, he shot it. It hit upper V. He he yelled, and the coach yelled, and I just kind of looked at the ball, and I was just like, I'm good. Wow. And then I remember, like, at that at that moment, like after that, I was like, oh shit, like, I gotta leave. Mm. What what was going through your head to like reach that? Like, I'm good. I just, just it, like, at, moment. at that moment, it just. That practice, it felt weird. And at that moment, I was like, this this just doesn't feel right. Wow. 
and and then like the, the goal happened and then i remember being like yo i gotta move because i i i was like i'm gonna be that guy that gets a scholarship somewhere mm. i'm gonna play my two years at the community college i'm gonna go somewhere so i don't <laughs> i don't care if it's in the middle of nowhere i'm gonna go yeah at the same time my homie alex who I grew up with he was about to transfer to san diego state mm. Uh, he was going to try and walk on over there with basketball behind him being the manager and like doing like helping out on the squad. It was actually at the same time Kawhi Leonard was there. Wow. Like when he first got there. Like and then my brother Pep, he just signed to go to Kansas Wesleyan, a D3 school. Mm. And then Nolan just transferred to Ventura College. Mm. But he was in we knee deep in basketball, and I'm like, I'm playing soccer more. I'm like, yo, I don't want to. I gotta leave, and I was just like, yo, I gotta go to Long Beach. Don't know why, but I was like, I gotta go to Long Beach. Really? Go fucking Long Beach, like just I've, out of nowhere. I was like, I've been to Long Beach like a couple times. Like, yo, I'm gonna go to Long Beach. <laughs> I don't know shit about this. They got good sports there, though. But I'd done. I was done. I'd oh, already done my done. two. So I was already done my oh, two so years. Done, like, done. I'm done. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, like. What do I do? I'm like, LBC, uh, LBCC, top and whatever classes are available. Well, that's interesting. Before we really get into this, man, because yep, uh, yep, that feeling of done to something you've done your entire life. Did you have any like dreams at the time of of what you wanted to be? You know, because what's interesting, you know, to me that you said was like. You didn't even realize kind of all this until you were done because it was just like you were so in it and it was just almost like habitual at that time. Yeah. Like your your perspective, you, were, you weren't really an outsider looking in on it. You were just so entrenched in it. Yeah. But did you actually like have those thoughts or dreams? It was like, yo, I'm going to be playing for. I was going to be the either the first. My goal was to go to El Salvador. And be the goalkeeper for us all alone mm-hmm. and bring him back to prominence. That's what you wanted. That's because I could have played. Like, I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, do I want to play for the team? You? And, like, and mind you, like, I had no, I wasn't on any young national team. Mm-hmm. I wasn't anything like that. Like, yeah. I went to a Salvador once and my dad knew the coach and like we got to like mess around out there. And, like, he also knew, like, the basketball coach. My brother was, like, he played. He, like, cooped with the basketball team for a little bit, too. Yeah. And, like, we were, like, yo, this is tight. Like, we wanted. But, like, it was, like, there. But, like, it wasn't all the way. And it was just, like, damn. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was, like, I'm going to go here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go play for solo. I have a chance. I can do it there. Because in my head, I'm, like, I'm not. At the time, like, the goalies for Team USA, like, Chris Seitz, he was a he was a goalie. He played at Maryland. He's like six five. Oh. You know, like I had like you know playing like you see these players, you know, like yeah. and you're like, damn, you know, like it's like you know, like that's the thing, you mm-hmm. know, like and like I wanted to go to Mexico, like that was like a dream of mine, like awesome, go to Mexico, be a goalie over there because that's where like the best goalies come out of, like the best goalies that are trained at a young age, like that's where they come out of, you know. Like, so, I wanted to do that. Like, I was down. I was like, yo, like, I don't want to go to school. Like, wow. I had a coach. I was like, yo, I know a team out there. We can get you on the second division. We'll get you a tryout. You'll be living in Mexico. I'm like, I'll do it. 
I'll do it. So this was like, that, and that's what I want to get to. This was like more than just you playing soccer. This actually was the the trajectory to your dream. Yeah, it was. It was. It was life. You know, and, like and future. Yeah, it was life, future. It was, you know, like I knew, like, all right, I can do this, and if things don't work out, I could be a goalkeeper trainer because mm-hmm. I know how to do that really well. Yeah, I know how to contribute on a soccer team i you know like soccer like that's what i just wanted to do so when you were done with it it wasn't just done playing you were like next chapter chapter's over but actually (laughs) fuck the chapter the book ends we we pick up another book that was that was the greatest 20 some years of my life like like i just remember going to lbcc and i remember they had this big stadium this big football stadium mm. and this was literally like the biggest parking lot i had ever seen in my life and i remember i was walking and i remember just walking i was like the fuck are you gonna do what did that feel like it was tight but not tight at the same time no i'm sure it's like total blank, <laughs> total blank canvas <laughs> It's like t- total freedom, total blank canvas, but like, what am I good at? Yeah, and even your identity. What am I exact? That's like, why. That's you're why. Not even Jesus, you're just Jesus, the goalie. That's why I left. Wow. That's why I left. That's why, like, honest to God, that's why I left Ventura, Oxnard, like Ventura College, Oxnard College. I could have gone there and still like I didn't leave. I didn't transfer to Long Beach State. I went to Long Beach Community College. Mm. I was still taking community. Like, I'm living with my parents, going to community college right there. Now I'm living on my own, going to community college. Wow. Doesn't make sense. But it to me, this is what I had to do because I was like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But that school changed my life. That was literally an empty journal that you picked up. I did a new yeah. chapter. All I knew, like, yo, all I knew how to do is work out, <coughs> run, play soccer, figure out a way to pass a class, not learn, not learn things. That was the one thing that like like I would like that I would like would love to go back and tell me like, yo, like just be more down to just learn about other things. Like not just about the things, you. not just about the things you need to know, yeah. But about the just, just learn, yeah. Just the random college just, curriculum, just, not even like, a college curriculum. Just learn about life. Just <laughs> learn about like what it, what it is. Just, just figure like I, I there's certain there were certain situations I remember like going out with like my friends, and I would feel weird. I'm like, oh, it's ten o'clock. Like, oh, y'all, nah, we're just about to go. I'm like, oh, what you mean? You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna go to bed soon. <laughs> I feel you. Or like, oh shit! Like, oh, you eat a lot. You eat real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta go. You're like, I didn't realize that I was running six to eight miles a day for like the last like four and a half years. <laughs> yeah, and I was still like the slowest on the field, but like, running I didn't. I, but like, that was just how like my body was just yeah. equipped, and I was just like, yo, what do I do? What do I do? And I fucking, I randomly chose. A creative writing class and that class fucking changed my life 
because I just remember walking. It just felt different. It felt like a different school. Yeah. It felt like, yo, this isn't LBCC was this big campus. Like, did you know anyone down there? Uh, my homie that I grew up playing soccer with, he was going down there because he was going to go to Dominguez Hills. But basically, I didn't know nobody. Alone. I'm alone. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to figure this out on my own. That's incredible to me. You know, and it's also like, again, going back to doing what is best for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were in that city for the younger part of your early, like, 20 years, right? Yeah. But, like, you knew that you didn't want to be, like, when you were done, you were done with just that whole, that whole chapter was done and you were done with the city. Yeah. Right? You were you wanted to, you wanted to experience something new. Yeah. I didn't, I I had played with so many players from different places. I had played against teams like that. Like, thank like I give a lot of grace and thanks to Brian Hill, Ross Greeny, to like being down to like fight for me to be like, yo, like no, we need him on the Fusion Squad, which was a PDL team in Ventura that got all the best players and played against the LA Galaxy, Colorado Rapids. Um, Independiente from Argentina, uh, Chivas de Mexico, um, Columbus Crew. Like, they got these games. Mm. Man City. I got to see these games. I got to play in these practices. I got to see this level. Yeah. And it was to me, I was like, yo, you got, like, there's there's always something more. Mm-hmm. And for me to stop that and then all of a sudden be like, all right, you got to just. Because the thing about Ventura is, like, it's a beautiful town, but there's a little bit of a like you can get stuck doing a reg a cool job that will sustain you your family and will have a certain um consistency mm-hmm. and that's it man I, I think a lot of cities are like that honestly to yeah to, i mean i feel you on on ventura but just that to take that idea no yeah but but you know like that's where my mind was right. at that Absolutely. moment, Absolutely. you know, like, yeah. you know, like I'm not knowing any other cities, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, you know, yeah. So I'm saying like and a lot of people are held comfortable to stay within that comfort zone. Well, cause like, yeah, you see that cycle. Yeah. It's just a cycle. And like, there's nothing wrong with it. No, no but no. to me it was like, yo, like I need something more. Mm. I always felt like, yo, if you ain't, if, if you're not struggling in it, it ain't worth it. You have to know how to struggle. You have to know how to fight for air. You have to yeah. really know what it is to like want something. Mm-hmm. To just be given, be like, yo, here you go at this. All right, cool. I'm going to coast. I'm going to do this. <laughs> you know, sure. like, are you keeping your senses sharp? Are you keeping your, your, your mind wise? Are you doing your, you know, brand pushups? Are you still keeping your senses alert to whatever can happen? If you're not doing those things, how are you know you're gonna fully enjoy your 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 body, your mind, your soul? Facts. It's a test. It's it's not a test of like consistency and like just a steady check. It's like, yo, what can your body really do, and what can you learn from it? What can you walk away from these situations that not just anyone's gonna be like? Anyone can be like, oh, that was fun. Oh, you know, I I, I get I get the point. But when you really just enjoy it, you really see it, mm-hmm. really take it to the next level. You ask the question. I was that annoying kid in class. I was like, yo, put your hand down. Quit asking questions. 
why do you want to know that why i'm like why the fuck not you might not realize that later on in life this might help you out for something absolutely because something i don't put something you know might lead to something that we all know now yeah 100 percent. and how the hell will we know if we don't ask questions exactly you know what i'm saying so I, I grew up in L.A., like literally oh, yeah. down the street right here. Awesome, I went yeah. to school right here. Fucking my entire life yeah. right here. When I left high school, I went to UC Santa Cruz up north. Oh, tight. And I didn't know anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, I didn't even want to go there. Like I wanted to go to Santa Barbara. All my friends were going to Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah. And I could have like chosen other schools where a lot of my friends were going to. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into Santa Barbara. But... I ended up going to Santa Cruz and had the best year of my life. But I remember how like scared I was. Mm-hmm. The first I walked in to my dorm the first day, everyone's roommates were there. Everyone was meeting. My roommate didn't even come, so I was like alone, the only dude who didn't have a roommate. As I enter college, I know nobody. But I remember feeling like half of me was like timid, insecure, cool. Who's now? Where am yeah, I going to yeah, fit yeah. in? And the other half of me was like, man, I get to be a whole new like version of myself and yeah, discover yeah. who that is. Um, and it sounds like you, you were going through the same thing, but I want to kind of touch on like the harder part of that, you know, but before mm-hmm. we, we get into your creative writing class, which I'm dying to know about, <laughs> how'd you deal with the feeling of like getting acclimated to a new place, to a new you from everything from like your friends, but also to like this new identity you're creating for yourself and not being just Jesus the goalie anymore, mm. but figuring out who Jesus even is. Yeah. Um, growing up, I had always had this, especially in my house, like with my dad, like him being the way he was, I was always like, you know, I'm always, I'm, I'm, I was nice. I was always cool. I was always loving. I was always these things. And that was always an issue. That was always an issue? That was always an issue. Why? Because it's like, you got backbone sometimes. How are you going to let someone walk over you? Oh. How are you going to let someone take advantage of you? That was the fear. Too nice. You know, too nice. Yeah. You know, like, my dad, his, his expression was, he'd be like, Todo la mano, pero si el brazo, salen problemas. Which is, I'll give you my hand. Once you start grabbing on my arm, we're going to have some problems. Mm. Oh wow, bro! The level of stern there—that's thug level, you know. Like yeah. that was then, and 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 to and that was a thing that he always felt like wasn't a balance. I get a car, mom. I'm always the one driving. Are you the one? You know, like. But to me, I was the one that was down. Mm-hmm. So when I got out there, I was already going through mad. Like, why are you leaving? There's no reason to sure. all this stuff. And so for me, it was like, I would be all right. Yeah. Because what I like, when I finally stopped and I look back at what I learned from the game of soccer, which wasn't the tactics, the drills, I learned how to be a really good person. Awesome. Because you understand discipline. I understood being down for your squad. Being down for your squad is the most important thing anybody can do on a squad. Absolutely. Yo, 
That's the, hey, the yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, the podcast over, that's y'all. great, guys. Just that listen, listen to this podcast twice. Yeah. No, but that's that's for real. And and to me, that was <laughs> for real. For that, real. That, that was like, like the biggest just gem drop. Facts though. That that's one of the that's unlimited facts. One of the hardest gem drops <laughs> Yo, in the real. history of the show, bro. For real. For real. That's just a thousand by mentality. You get made fun of because you're that like you're the you're the guy that loves the team so much. Yeah. You're not allowed to show I understood how to show emotion. Mm. I understood how not to be brave. I understood how Which to is like, really a humongous asset, even when you think of getting into yeah. like the real world. Yeah. You know, like I'm willing to like do this. I'm willing to be the first guy. Oh, you're new? What's up, man? How you been? This is how it goes down over here. Yeah. I got mad homies because I was down to be like, what's up? How you been? Like, where you from? For I, got, I got a homie that like, if if God grants us one day we do a show in Australia, I got a homie down there that I'm like dying to see that I can see. I got a homie in London. If we ever go, I got homies all over the world because they, I didn't realize how much they appreciated being welcomed. Mm-hmm. And to me, I've always looked like, yo, show respect, get respect. Not, you got to earn my respect. Nah, like, yeah, I'm not afraid to like, yo, like, this is, what's up? Yeah. One of us is going to have to show each other who we are first. I ain't got no problem. You can either fuck with it or you cannot. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's that simple. Like, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. But hey, yo, at least I'm letting you know, like, hey, like, what's up? For real. Because like, growing up, like, my dad would be like, you can't shave your head because- Cholos shave their heads, and my brother would have like this, deme- like he had this look, like this like dogging look, like dogging was just something like you knew. And some me was like, all right, if you dog, you kind of like look up, like oh what's up, like you know you, you head nod. And I was like, well, what if I just look at them and like head like you know like look down like hey what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that shows like some like respect, you know like yeah. we could, like so how you doing, you know like. And to, that, that felt that was just to me. I was like, I'm gonna figure out a way to just like. Yeah. <laughs> so like when I'm like when I'm like when I'm just thinking about all these things, I'm like, I'm gonna be all right. Yeah. Cause the the thing that gave me the most joy in the world gave me all the lessons mm. I needed. Uh, that's I, fucking incredible. You know, like th- that's why I value it. You know, like yeah, I didn't play. A, I didn't play soccer. I. I <clears throat> last year for the first time like i touched a soccer ball for like after like seven years or something because i was like yo like i'm not gonna put myself through that like i don't want to do it again like yeah uh, right, right, right. you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. I, I love it i'll still watch it i'll fuck around with it if there's a ball around like y'all you know mess around like you want to take some shots all right let's do you know like but i'm not gonna do what i did for sure because it took so much out of me that i'm like all right like I gained so much from it that I don't want to taint it. You know, like I respect that. Like, like I, I took away like how to be like a responsible person, how to clean the field, how to watch where you're from, like yeah, t- talk to your community, be a part. Don't act. You're good. You're good at what you do, but don't be cocky. Yeah. I had to learn like growing that up. I'm like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. But, yo, chill. It's not necessary. It's so poetic to me because like this is the one instance where like ball truly is life. 
Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Ooh. And this is like, yeah, yeah, that's simmered Ooh. for a second. Let's no, just but let it like, simmer. No, because like ball became life. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people like play ball, like basketball, football, and like, oh, that's like the sports life. But like, mm. this sport actually taught you and formed your life and like your livelihood as a human being, even in terms of like communities, in terms of just like the ambition and like the. The, the the tools that you need to really like tackle whatever the fuck it is that you want. I had a coach, Robert Marshall, and he'd always be like, he complained about something like, man, because he uh he was from uh, Barbados, and he was like he served in like the military and like he was like stationed in Antarctica, mm. and he'd be like, man, you don't know what cold is. <laughs> Wait till you're in below forty degree weather. <laughs> Wait till you do that. You know, he had this way of just letting you know, like, yo, just wait. Yeah. <coughs> and you're younger. You're not getting it. It's funny. Yeah, for real. And I will never forget. And it was on my room. For the, I kept it for forever. And he has, like, 10 mandatory things you need to be successful in life. If you say something, finish it. If you're going to be something, go full with it. Study your craft. You know, be a good person. Yeah. And I'm like, you gave it to us. And we're just like reading this and you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know? Yeah. Those are things but that I'm become- looking at this every day. I wake up, I look at this piece of paper on my wall, right under my prayers. There's this piece of paper. And it was just the way I maneuvered my life for sure with that soccer ball. Cause I, I wanted to make it. I'm like, if I'm gonna do this, this is gonna be the most memorable shit it's ever done. Thank God that I did it. It just taught me everything in life. Yeah. I love that. And even like with religion too, because like when I got to Santa Paula, I didn't realize with the players before they'd go on the game, they'd like touch the ground or go like squat position and like say a prayer before yeah. the game started. And I was like, yo, I didn't know I could do this. Facts. I don't know. I can say like, yo, Lord, protect me right now. Wow. Like, I didn't know it was okay. Like, I would do it in my head before the game, but I didn't know it was like a thing. So every mm. game, all the players down. Even when we got to Austin College, all the players down. Game starts. Sound across. Boom. Get shit cracking. And it was just tight. Like, I everything. So that's why, like when I finally left, like I was... Yeah, I was nervous because like, oh fuck, what are you gonna do? But then at the same time, I was like, I'm gonna be all right. Like, absolutely. I know how to like. I have a feeling I can maneuver. Yeah. Because when I walked into that class, sat down, I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? What's gonna happen? All that kept on going through my head. I was like, yo, you're gonna be all right. You've done this before. <laughs> yeah. Because as, as yeah. a goalkeeper, like you're like. Oh my god, it's a penalty shootout. Like, oh my god, what do you fool, you've done this before. Yeah. Wow. Here's what here's what's gonna happen. He's gonna shoot it and he's either gonna make it or he's not. And your life's not gonna end. You didn't get the contract, so you're not gonna lose a million dollars. Your livelihood, but hey, you'll figure it out. Like, what's the worst that could happen? You get homeless? No. You have more I have more faith in myself than to say, like, I'm gonna like lose it all. Like, nah, like I believe in me. Yeah. I know me enough to know, like, yo, you'll be all right. It's incredible to have that at such a young age, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? To to be able to just be like, okay, look, you're scared right now or you're uneasy right now, but it's going to be okay. Because a lot of us, I feel like, especially like in those years, like the college years and like the young, our young 20s, some of us can get paralyzed by the uncertainty of Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a thousand percent true. Mm -hmm. A thousand. Because there were nights where it was like, what are you going to do? So-and-so's going here. You're going here. Yo, I even took a job once like selling vacuums. You know the Kirby's? You know, you go to the person's house. Can I do a demonstration in your house? Hell yeah. Just give me five minutes. Give me five minutes. Like, I just, look, look. I just got, look, look. And they tell you, walk in the house. Yeah. All script. You know, I I was like, yo, there was times just like, yo, what are you going to (laughs) do? But, you're right. Yeah. It's a new experience. Like, oh, you could say you did that. For sure. And when I was in college, like, I had a job. I was, um. I had two jobs. I was a uh, uh, for a little bit. I was a porter, and I would wash cars at Team Infinity. So I like wash cars. Like that was yeah. my job. I was like wash cars. I'm like oh shit, I get to make your car look nice. Yo, Yo that mentality. Though. You feel me? But because like if you're not a if you if if you like Emilio was like don't be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're washing cars. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You're trying. And then there's still some cats washing cars that are like, well, fu- I fucking hate my job. But you literally had the mentality of like, I'm, I, okay, we're here. Now I'm going to make this car look extra, extra crispy. Because I spent my whole life trying to show my family, my father mainly that, yo, like, it's okay. It's okay to be nice. It's okay. Like, mm. like. There was a time where he didn't talk to me, and I would try to talk to him every day. And really? I would try and talk to him because it was like, yo, maybe this day he's going to talk to me. Maybe he's going to say, what's up? What was that like for you? It was. Because, like, you, you know what? I wanted to kind of, like, now just subtly touch on on the yeah, yeah. on the th- through line is, you know, and now it kind of just, like, it, it shined a light for me in that, you know, not only was it the soccer, but it was also, you know, the affection of your father, you know what I'm saying? Like going into soccer in the very initial moments because yeah. it was like, whoa, he can feel this way. Yeah. Right? And then also hearing also hearing that like, you know, there was hard times with you and your pops, yeah, right? And like, also like even touching back to just that one statement, like it hits me now of like, damn, I wish I had affection like that. Yeah, there was, like I didn't understand certain things. I didn't know you could do certain things. I didn't know you could feel certain things. Right. I didn't know it was okay. I didn't know there was other people like this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know like I because I was just like yo, just kind of keep it bottled up, see what's up. Yeah, your homies in the neighborhood knows what's up. But like, I seen very in control, but I understood like there was like issues with me because there was like I. It was like issues like with my fo- with my dad because like I wasn't that firstborn. Mm. I mm. wasn't the trophy winner. I wasn't the guy that was exceptional in class. I wasn't the the example. I was the like yo. He, he's kind of problematic. He kind of talks a lot. Mm. He asks a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of things that now that I look at, I'm like, I wasn't like special. I was just. 
I was just like a tenth. I, I just, I just, my, my just, my, my mind just moved. Well, you were in a different way. Yeah, you know, like, but my younger brother, who when we went to school wise, yeah, even though he's two years younger than me, I, I got held back in kindergarten. So technically, I should have graduated high school in '05. Okay, but I ended up graduating in '06, and my brother was in class of 07 mm. so we were just like we were right there the yeah. whole way yeah. yeah and so like there was one day where it was just like she's at the house when they're not arguing and then my little brother's there my little brother you know he's just my little brother yeah and he's just my little brother he's there and my dad's you know, we're arguing me and my dad arguing and he looks at my little brother he goes don't grow up to be like a seuss oh fuck pep like could have should have like could have should have been born first like like that was like a known to me mm. he didn't have to say it and he kind of yeah. like i don't know whether he fumbled his words or i fumbled his words on purpose like i don't know but like i know that was the the, the thing mm. so like i knew like i was like i got this like no matter what it's never gonna be good enough mm. so you're always working with that and the only way you can work through that is with the fucking good attitude. Factual. Man. Because if you literally just know how to just make the best out of anything, don't well, complain. Just what? Oh, what? Like, there's been times like, oh, you got sleep on the ground. All right, cool. Whatever. I'll figure it out. Don't complain. Don't, no, don't complain because it could be like, you could have to worry about like, you don't have to go through that. You don't have to sure. be wondering if, if, if you're going to be the, the example. Yeah. And that was my shit. I was like, like, really? That's what this is about? <laughs> I feel you. You know, like, it's an yeah. example. Like, it was an example yeah. of just being the ultimate, like, you look, you're not making me look bad. You're not making me look bad. Facts. Like, when I got into CSUN, like, later on, like, even though, like, my dad, like he was, he was at this time. Like I told him, like, look, I got in. Like, look at my, look at my, look at my email. Look at my email. It says again. He goes, I don't believe it. Wow. Just because it was just like this, this personal thing of like, you are who you are, but it's not who I want you to be. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is in the like naturally in the Latin community, you do or you follow the footsteps of your. Your father, your yeah. mother, you respect them. You, not, not just not not just respect them, but you do things out of them for respect. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's obedience. Yeah, you know obedience. But I was like, yo, I don't. There's something wrong with this to me. I don't feel that like culturally, like there's something like there's, there's something different. Like yeah. I'm not of this type. I'm not of this type. Like I feel free. Like I feel like I can learn things differently. I feel like I can do things differently. I feel like I'm taking the same things you've been teaching me, and they're embedded in me, but it's just coming out differently. Right. Absolutely. Not traditionally. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that was like a big thing. Like it was like he supported me because he. It was like. The way I could like I could feel the way I could describe it is like he loved me but he didn't like me. Mm. And sometimes the like is the one thing, like that's the common thing. 
Like, yeah. hey, this is my boy Nushi. Like, I fuck with him. Like, yeah, you fuck with him. Yeah, you fuck with him. Yeah, it's not like, it's yeah. Okay. It's it's so mm. beautiful to me to see how you took that, though, and how it shaped you. Because so many people would be beaten down and devastated by that. Yeah. Not to say that, like, that was never the case, right? No, like, but, I, had, I had moments where, like, I'd fucking call Nolan or, like, my brother. Or, like, when I was at home, I'd just call him and I would just, like, go to their house. Yeah. Just, like, crying. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Because, like, there, there's a, not like, there's a, there's a point when you're going so hard at something that, like, all of a sudden, like, say, like, you're running as fast as you can and you barely, like, hit a rock. <sighs> it's going to fuck everything up. Yeah. And you, you're, you're going to break down. Yeah. You're going to continue the race. Yeah. But at that moment, you're just going to break down and everything's just going to go to shit. Real fast and real hard, too. Not not because like you can't control it. Yeah. But that is just like yo, sometimes it's like that's just how like it's things just, get in it, the way. Things, yeah. no, but that's just how things are dealt to you. Yeah. Well that like for sure. Like, you know, like I like I mentioned earlier, like you ha- in order for something to be in order for something to be worth it, you have to struggle. Absolutely. And to me it was like this dying struggle, like <sighs> a majority of my life. Like how bad do you want your your dad to fuck with you. Yeah. But like, like he fucked with me, Yeah, but it was like, why can't you come to my level? Yeah. I'm going to go to your level every time. And at the end of the day, bro, like it's like, you know, us as kids want the affection of our parents. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, more it's than like, anything, man. That's really like the only thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's, it's one of those, yeah, it's, 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 it's beautiful to me how you know your mentality especially and just the way that you saw the world in reality you know allowed you to thrive and also just allowed you to move on your accord even when it was just out of necessity yeah you know what i'm saying because and even just to do this little swing segue in this motherfucker right now <laughs> but had that not been the case and had you not had the mentality to just get up and move you wouldn't have been in that creative writing class. No, no, hell no. And that shit you know was what I like, mean? and that shit was something that like, man, I forget the teacher's name, but man, she was just like, just go for it. And I didn't realize that I liked to write. Mm. I didn't realize that I liked to storytell. I didn't realize that I, I like kind of telling someone what's going on. Yeah, in an interesting way. Like I didn't realize those things. That's crazy. Like, and I want you to get into it, but just in your point of like you said earlier, that just go learn, right? Just learn yeah, everything. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to go do that stuff because we may find out that we actually like other things, and the thing that you've been so focused on is completely not may not even be in your direction, and that you have this whole other world to dive into and be like man, I was so committed to this, but now that I'm learning this and diving into this, you can tap into another passion that you never even knew existed. Oh, yeah. And that was the most <laughs> beautiful part because not only was I... Like, there was a lot of things that happened in my life in that class that was just like, damn. Like, I didn't know. Like, that's when I realized, like, oh, shit, you you kind of smart. 
Or you can kind of figure things out. Damn. Oh, wow. You you really know how to, like, lead. Like, oh, because, you know, when you when you play sports, like, you think, okay, big man on campus only can do this. Mm. And then there's other men on campus that can do that. You know? You you want to get the intellectuals together? There's one main dude. The, 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 um, <laughs> the fucking the jocks. There's one. You know, there's always yeah. one. But there's not one guy that can do it all, for sure. And when I have that, when I realized, that, I was like, "Wow, I know how to do a lot of things at once that other people can't." Because I was also the guy on the team that, "Yo, can you go get so and so? Oh wait, can you come help earlier and do the jersey? Or can you go learn from the management and do this? Or can you do?" And I was like, "Oh, I'll figure this whole shit out. Yeah, figure out the whole game of it, not just how we play, but the whole how this whole shit works." <sighs> And understanding that led me to like, all right, taking this class, this is tight. Writing about whatever comes to your mind is tight. And then like the start, cause like I wrote this poem. We had to like write a poem. That's to be like two pages about just whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck do I write about? Like, shit, what do I do? Like, what do I, what do I know? What do I know? Yeah. <laughs> fuck do I know? I don't want to do a sports. This is whack. And then I remember, like, this is, like, when Facebook, like, first, like, popping. Now it's, like, you know, this is, like, oh, 10, 2010, 2011. No, n- 9, 10. So it's, like, everyone's finally on it. Yeah. Colleges are barely figuring out, like, we can put lock screen. Like, they're, they're trying to keep you out of it, you know? Yeah. Right, right, right. And, like, you know, like, going through the wall, you know, the feed and. Guys can't do this. Guys can't do that. Guys can't. You know, just all my friends. You know, my friends are girls just talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, what if I taught a class? And I thought, I was like, what are you? I took out my, my paper. Because at the time, like, MacBooks were like, if you had a Mac, you had a black MacBook. For real. Like, you had a real, like, it was like, like yo, you got a MacBook? Like, it was rare. Like, you know, I didn't have a computer, you know, it was like, like I would go to the library and hang out in the computer lab for like six hours mm. over there, you know, just on, so I could, we can use the internet. And I'm like, oh, what if you took the class? What if I taught a, what if I was a, what if a teacher taught a class about how to be a gentleman? Oh, I, I kind of, kn- I know how to be nice. I know how to be punctual. I know, this is what I know. Let me put this in words. Wrote this poem, I said it in class. People fucked with it. I love it. They're like, wow, this is genuine. Wow, I, I feel you from the page. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Yo, I was like, whoa. I feel you. I'm like, whoa. I, we I got can do something, something else. Yeah. I can do something else. The blessing of the else in that class was there was just two students I met in there. Alondra and Alejandro. And they opened my mind to things that I had never could think of because I was only soccer. Mm. Like, she'd be like, yo, what are you going to do right now? Like, I don't know. She's like, you want to get high? Like, right now, like, you between classes? I'm like, wait, for real? You know, it's class high? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, 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 you know, like, I smoked early on, like, in seventh grade. But, like, you know, going through that period, you yeah. know, like up and down like i don't know if i'm really a heavy smoker i like this but i'm like learning to get comfortable with it word it's like all right so 
right across the street from the park was right across the street from the school was this big ass park. And at the park, I literally just we'd go there and we sit down and we would just talk. Talk about life. Talk about cosmos. She was um the daughter of a preacher of a preacher man. Oh so word. she had this interesting view on life. Word. And she like knew all this like drug culture because I understood because like in private school there's a lot of kids that sometimes like for sure they do whatever the fuck they want for yeah, sure yeah. mom and dad got my where in my school it wasn't like that because yeah. the kids didn't have money like that right for sure Th- that was like that could have been like the next step but I was always I had always heard of these things so she's telling me first hand experience I'm like no way you did what you did yeah what? You did this? What? <laughs> and it's just like opening my mind I'm chipping out. And at the same time, when I go home, Nolan is the first friend out of mine to get a MacBook. What does that mean? You can download CDs without getting fucking bugs on your computer. Mm-hmm. Cause you had to still deal with that with your like your parents' computer. Like, oh, you got a virus on my computer because you downloaded from fucking yeah. whatever websites, you know, like all this stuff. Yeah. For sure. I'm like, like what? And I would drive back and forth from Long Beach to Ventura sometimes. I was living in Long Beach, but I would come back and visit. Yeah. And so I'm like, yo, I got these new new music for you. So now he starts giving me music. Mm. And that was when fucking shit changed. The class, the conversations I'm having, like just learning more about life. And now the music. Now the instrumentation. Now the theme song, now the score, now the thing that's going to make the user, the viewer be like, oh, fuck, you're going to feel this in your fucking yeah. gut right now. Oh, shit. Like, you're going to get nervous. Like, oh, my God, like, your ass is clenching because you're so nervous. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That comes into my life. Wow. Bro. You hit, like, sensory and experience yeah, overload. overload. It's coming. It's coming. So much new shit. And I'm, and I'm, I'm like, yo. Why do I not know about this? Why? <laughs> For real. Why? Like, wait, yeah. I'm on the internet now. I'm like searching online. And Nolan did this website called Ventura's Finest. Yeah. And he did it for like, he mentioned to us once that was also another way for him to stay in contact with us. Mm. It's new. It's a new way on the internet. And me and my homies, like, we were like always like, yo, you get this new slam bag. Yeah. Did you see this? Yo, you do this? Like, we went to like the hundreds with MapQuest directions. <laughs> you. you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, like, yeah, like we yeah, were yeah. like, you know, like, and it was this way, like, okay, now I can keep in contact with you guys if we can't talk all the time. Yeah. I can still show you things. Oh, that's And lit. then it's like, oh, you go to certain websites on the, like I said earlier, like when I would learn something for myself, I would go fucking in. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let me see these websites. Oh, fucking Rap Radar. Oh, wow. They get stuff from Illroots. Oh, Illroots gets stuff from Two Dope Boys. Oh, the Two Dope Boys. And that was right at the birth of the blogosphere. Boom, boom. Everything's just starting. Yep. I mean, these music. I'm discovering this dude, Levi Maestro. He was incredible. Early episodes. And I'm understanding and seeing these things and hearing other people put in perspective certain feelings I've been having. Mm. 
Did you ever, were you ever like drawn to music prior aside from like that moment with the reggae tone came in popping? Yeah. <laughs> were you, but were, did, were you ever, did you ever have any type of like connection even close to this? So I had always loved music. Music was always like, it was always a part of me. Like, you know, like, all right, I got to listen to certain music before a game. All right, there was that. But my mom, her brothers and sisters, brothers and one sister, they played this type of music called son jarocho, which is with a harp, a requinto, and a harana. It's a different type of Mexican music that most people are accustomed to because it's mm-hmm. not mariachi, it's not banda, it's not, you know, tamborazo, it's not any of those things. So I, that's what I'd seen my whole life. So I had understood, like, oh, there's more to it. Like, when you see a harp being played and yeah. it's not being played angelically and it's playing, being, being played strong and fast mm. and it gives you this other vibe mm. of, like, just, like, this other movement, it, it, like, that was always in me. I feel. And then my mom was like, yo, you're not allowed to listen to rap growing up. You can only listen to oldies. So I will just listen to oldies and funk and <laughs> All this, like, just <coughs> essence. And I'm learning and I'm, like, understanding, like, still at the, like, early on, like, to go back. Like, I'm still understanding, like, like language. So when I'm hearing these songs about, like, you really got a hold on me. Like, I'm taking this shit literally. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, like, I don't love you. Like, like, I don't like you, but I need to love you. Like, I might not need you, but I need to kiss you. Like, I'm thinking, like. Damn, like <laughs> you, you want to be with her, but you don't like her, like yo, like. But but like but like you know, as a, as a kid, like you're just yeah. hearing this direct, <laughs> you know, just yeah. And that was like the the beginning, and then like my cousin one day was like, "Yo, we're in the car," and and he picks us up and he goes, "Yo, sit down, shut up." I'm like what? He puts headphones on me, and I'm in kindergarten. I'm like, "What's going on?" I like Shaolin, Shaolin uh, shadow boxing, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm like, yo, because like not realizing like hearing music and like just having music with me, even though I didn't mention it like in like the soccer story and all the other sure, stuff. Yeah. That was the one thing that kind of kept me, me. Mm. I listen to music. I found ways to get new music. Mm. I always wanted to know more about music. I had that personality. Like, I want to know who you listen to, why you listen to him, who put you on, and what he listens to. Incredible. Because I want to know where this origin comes from. I want to know how, like, I want to appreciate this the right way. Respect. And so that, to me, was, like, the uh, one thing that just always stayed. And so now it's, like, all right, you know, the little Wayne era has come. Everyone's, you know, long tees, you know, bandanas, mm-hmm. you know, the fucking every you know, Wayne Wayne ruled the world. Yeah, he did. No one's like, yo, you guys in this group called Cool Kids. Oh shit. Yo, I saw this group called Pac Div. What? This guy named Dom Kennedy. What? Blue, I'm taking all these CDs every week, new CD, new CD, mm-hmm. and I'm religiously listening to them because mm. this is giving me that feeling. Mm. This was giving me that like, oh, 
this is life after soccer. This is that same feeling, that same push, that same like want, that same like, yo, listen to this album and just write. Just write. Just talk about all these things. Because the thing about being a goalie is you're in the back by yourself. Yeah. You got time to think. You got time like shit's going on up top. You're focused on everything, but your mind fucking wanders. <laughs> For sure yeah. it does. Yeah. You know how many times I randomly was like growing up, I was like, yo, I'm in the main event at fucking uh WWF. You know, like <laughs> I'm you know, like I'm in Anaheim. Like Sean I'm about to tag in Shawn Michaels, like, oh shit, like, oh shit, folks, oh shit. Like like your mind just goes. And I was For like sure. And I had all these thoughts and I'm like, yo, I remember some of them. Let's just expand on them. Yeah. And with that creative writing class, it gave me an opportunity. And that creative writing class also gave me a segue because I needed to get units. Oh, the journalism department needs people. Oh, okay. I need fucking 12 units. Hey, I need units. Need I need units. All right, let's do this. Take journalism. The second best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. <laughs> I love that this has just become such an outlet for you and like a new kind of like tapped in passion that it wasn't even new. It's just like something that you took that was always with you and yeah. now you, you gave it a platform to exist. It's wild because it like it, it, it gave the confidence in your voice. <sighs> You feel what I'm saying? Yo, like, like he's I always know. had that voice, but it's always been like, why the fuck do you ask so many questions? Why are you so curious? Wait, yeah. like just like shut but, up. And then now you get to like expression. Yeah. Which for yeah. so many people is so difficult to fuck. put your express your expression, your embodiment on a page, especially. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then to get that feedback and be like, oh shit, this is kind of tight, and y'all fuck with it? Yeah. Oh. Because because expression came from my dad. Because the one thing he would like, he would say was like, "Yo," literally my whole life he'd be like, "Yo," randomly would just be chilling. And like, I'm thinking I might die today. <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, why? <laughs> what the like, fuck? What, what's going on? Like, what, what, what?" He was like, "No, just just know that." And I was like, "Yo," and he would tell us like when we'd have like like conversations like family. You know, family arguments, you got a family discussion, everyone. It was like, nah, you say how you feel. You bring it up oh. on birthdays. You know, just don't sing happy birthday. Everyone in the room says something about that person. Mm. You had to, like, it was not, it was like, you tell people how you feel. You express it because at the end of the day, you might not wake up tomorrow. And at least you can say, hey. I told you, and I'm okay with it. Like, you knew how I felt. That's big facts. There's never that feeling of, like, oh, fuck. Like, I've never been able to walk. I, like, I've never walked away from a friendship or from anything in life being, like, I didn't I didn't say it all. I didn't give my all. I didn't, because. I wish I could have. No, nah, yeah. like, no, like, I expressed that, everything. That, 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 that. Like, I, I said it. I, I, I said it. Like, I expressed it. Like, you might not have liked it. It might have got me in trouble. And even though it got me in trouble, fuck it. I'll live with it. I'll live with it. I'll take it. We're not taught to not express. We're just not encouraged to. Yeah. Because, you know, you're worried about maybe hurting people's feelings or sounding sensitive or whatever it may be. 
as oh. much as much as we want to like hey communicate express yourself be free in society we don't really push those boundaries with each other i mean even a, a point for this podcast is like how many of your friends do you actually and not you just in general like can really get down and just talk about yeah. your life in this kind of way yeah. you know people that you know and then especially too like being latino nah you ain't supposed to say anything i feel that you're the help i was the i was the most mexican kid in the white room but the whitest kid amongst mexicans oh man you know like yeah. you, like you you teeter the line, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna like." Th- there was more getting in trouble for asking why at an early age, and I never understood like why. And sometimes to me, I was like, "Do you just not want to? He- why don't you want to hear me?" Mm-hmm. And a, like a part of me sometimes felt like, "Yo, is it because I'm brown? Like, is it because they don't like? What do you know? Mm-hmm. You're the help. We live in a predom- I lived in a predominantly area that like." There's fields, there's workers, there's migrant workers. Yeah. You know? It's a reality. You see it every day. You you I know the story of where my dad comes from, where he in the Salud he was gonna be a psychologist. Over here he's a um he's the he's a foreman for the laborers. You know, it's a big difference. But for sure. But you can't say something because you're you're afraid, you're this. But I always felt growing up like I'm just a little there's there's a little difference, mm. but my voice was always just behind. I just want to play ball. I just want to do this. Yeah. But I always would like wonder why. Like I w- I wasn't afraid to be defiant. Yeah. If it was like, why aren't you gonna do this? And not why aren't you gonna do this my way? But why aren't you at least gonna try and compromise? Yeah. Or why aren't you even? Why aren't you gonna exp- like? If you're gonna explain this, why aren't you gonna like tell me why? Too many times it was like no. You're gonna tell me yeah. something, then tell me like. What, why? Yeah. Hearing no, I get it when it's like when people say, what's the worst they can say? No. It's like they'll tell you no with no reason. <laughs> For real. That no, like no. What, what do you mean? But it's like as a child, like you're just like, why, 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 why? And then I'm, I'm like in these class, I'm like, I have this class. I'm in journalism. I'm understanding expression. I'm understanding to read. I'm like. Who will wear now? Why? All these yeah. questions. It's like, yeah. oh wow, this is making a lot more sense. Yeah. Shout out to the scientific method. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then that class Shut gave up. me like, and then that class like, we had to write story, and then there was this one chick in the class, and like, she kind of like wrote her story, and like I wrote mine, and she's like, yo, I liked yours. I'm like, thanks. She's like, you think you can write something up for me right now about like, at the time it was like when Crooks and Castle were first coming up, and they were from Long Beach. And she knew some of the dudes, so she's like, I just want an intro, a cool intro to start talking about these guys. So I wrote the intro. She showed it to her man. Her man ran this magazine that was still going on called Atomic Dog. And it was a Pitbull magazine. And he's like, yo, I like the intro you wrote. Do you want to crack out a story for me? And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Like, <laughs> wait, for real? All right, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. What is it? Are right, you going to write a story about this guy? Uh, um, Famous Crow. He's a dude that does Famous Dogs and Stripes. And he has a couple dogs and yada, yada. I'm like, all right, cool. Write the story. 
I'm like, are you guys going to use it? I don't know. Right now, I'm working on getting this cover story for a season Milan. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm. But in my head, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm in the field. Like, yo, this, this, this is tight. You know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like living the journalist life. You know, like, were, you, were you in journalism at this time? Too? Yeah, I was in journalism right, at the so, time. So, 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 like, this is like, yeah. this is the next. This is like, well, this I'm is in journalism. Yeah. I'm in journalism. I'm in creative writing class, understanding how to express and write. <clears throat> now I'm in journalism class, trying to like, Focus on the story. It's like the application. Of yeah. It. Yeah. And it's like at the same time. So I'm like, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Mm. And then the dude sends me an email and then I call him like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, we're going to run with your story as the cover. <laughs> Crazy. Yo, what that feel like? Like what? And I called my little brother. I was like, yo. He's like, what? I was like, yo. This dude's going to publish my story. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yo. Like, I'm still in the magazines. I'm still doing it. Because I would tell myself, like, yo, I'm going to be in the magazines. I'm going to be this as a soccer player. I'm still doing it. Wow. But a different way. Yeah. You took a different form. But I'm I'm still having that feeling of, like, yo, like, you're still... It's still semi like not the that not not it's not the same dream, but yo, it's the same Yeah. Like and it's feeling, you know? Feeling, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I was like, yo, like what the, like yo like <laughs> for real. Like, yo. I'm like, oh wow, this is tight. You know, and then I'm like I need to, you know, then comes the time like, oh you gotta transfer schools. You can only stay in the community colleges for so long. Yeah. All right, I need to transfer schools. So then I was like, all right, um, Schools come through and visit, and then there's this one booth, and it's like, oh, CSUN journalism program. You can also, like, it's one of the oldest schools where you can go to school and uh, get a degree in uh, Spanish language news. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. You this class, and you're going to be the only person in it. <laughs> and mind you, and, and, yeah, you know, and mind you, too, and, 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 and this is completely weird, but that day, yeah. I was told... I remember in my math class because I was like, "Yo, if I pass this math class, like I can, I can, you know, get this." The math teacher told me, "You don't know this step, which is missing from another class. You're not gonna get this." <sighs> like, like he's like, "Not because you're, <clears throat> not because you're dumb, but you just, you, you're not gonna get this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that day, I'm like, "What?" Like, and then I was like, "Yo, I want to take a subject where I, there's the least mathematical problems possible." <laughs> This motherfucker embarrassed the shit out of me. <laughs> Just him and I. <laughs> like, like that feeling of just being told, like, yo, you, you're not gonna get this because you just don't know. Ugh. And over it's math, you know, like, yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna do this. There's no mathematic, which is fucking tight. Yeah. But this is cool. And I, for some reason at the time, I was like learning more about who I am <laughs> as a person, as Latino. I'm like, oh, oh I'm going to focus on this. For sure. That had to be an incredibly like liberating feeling, lightweight, though. Oh, yo, it's the wildest feeling because it's like you're feeling like I finally know 
kind of what it is. I don't know it quite yet, but this is feeling, but it's it's figuring out who you are. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time of figuring out who you are, everyone's telling you don't do it because you don't want to go down that path. <laughs> you don't want to. Everyone's going to tell you no. You're going to be that one kid that no one's going to. You're not doing the la- like, not even from like other people, but just in my family, because you're not supposed to do certain things as Latino. You're supposed to go to school, get a job, get a degree, have a family. Certain things, yeah. It's before laid out. before the internet was really like, yo, you can make money, like you can legitimately make money off the internet. Yeah. It was like, who's your boss? I need to see a check stub mm-hmm. yeah. to yeah. believe you're actually working. Yeah. So the timing too is like, yo, like the world is legitimately telling me like telling them like the internet is not going to live. And the youth is like, what's this brand new world? Blogs, mixtapes. Whoa. The Cleveland show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pack div, you know, fucking for real. For real. You know, for real, for real, not for real, for fake. You know, like, <laughs> like, Disco Braun, you and I. Yes. West Coast rap. Yes. Not this same thing we had been listening to. And no. it was just, to me, it was like everything in my life was telling me, like, yo, this is the change you've been needing. Not wanting because I didn't know what I wanted because all I wanted was a fucking display bat, display soccer. But this is what you need. It's almost like like I literally look at this. I'm like, damn, bro! Like the birth of the internet and like the rise of of like the blogosphere, especially as it pertains to like hip hop music and especially like even LA that scene at that time like was bubbling and robust, and it was like almost as if all of those things literally like got together and said, Jesus, welcome back! Like we've missed you. No, and, yeah, you know what if, I mean, like welcome home type of deal. Yeah, it felt like. It, it felt like, yo, this world was going to accept. Like, I never wore the same clothes as everyone growing up. Like, I didn't do the Hollister Abercrombie face. Yeah, you know, I couldn't do I that. I couldn't shit. do that. You know, like, I liked my hats a certain way. Like, I liked my clothes a certain way. I, I couldn't I couldn't go with the, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't that one friend that always disappeared from the group because I would go hang out with my other friends that no one else knew about. So, be, saying that now it's like <laughs> I'm really loving writing, and now I have I've become friends with my my homie. He just got back from Mississippi, Delta State, and he's like, "Yo, I'm at my homie's house, Camila." I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna go over there." So I meet him, and these are guys that go to like Brooks Institute, like like they get TV, you know, they they religiously watch The Office, you know, mm-hmm. like you know they're 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 telling me all this stuff, you know, like. Like, they understand how TV works. They're understanding how this stuff goes. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, yo, you know, like, I've always wanted to write a movie. Oh, tell me your ideas. Like, they wanted to know. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this exists. Like, people want to hear. People want to share. People want to do this. Oh, we're going to do a TV show. You know, we're going to do a little TV show. You know, we're going to put on the internet, though. All right. All right. You want to write a skit? Really? All right. Brought me on to like you look like you have potential. But more importantly, they're like you want to do this, yeah. And that was the feeling that I was like, yo, that was that like 
I want to do this. Mm. I love that. I want to do this. Mm. I want to do this. So now I get into CSUN and I'm like kind of like trying to like do journalism. But at the same time, I'm like learning movies, scripts, this whole other world I had no idea about. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Children of Men, that movie was just mind-blowing to me. Because the homie goes, here, watch this. And let me know how you feel. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Understanding cinema. Yeah. Not just the comedy movie. Not just the yeah. action movie. Yeah. This whole other world of watching. Like, oh, watch how the Chappelle show moves. Not watch it for laugh because it's funny, but not really watch how it moves. <coughs> like, like, have you ever thought, like, yo, what makes the, like, Rick James episode so good? Is like, did you ever think, like, yo, they're, the production of how they're doing the skit is just, like, a thing that looks like a window in a black room, a kitchen in a black room. <laughs> he gets kicked through a window. There's no, like, door or ceiling. <laughs> And I'm like, why is this so tight? <laughs> yo, for Cause, real. Because as a kid, my mom would say like, yo, like, you laugh. You would always laugh during movies or shows at not the right moment to laugh. <laughs> because I'm like discovering all this other, like, oh, there's this other joke. No one else is picking up. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so that like leads me into this like world of like, oh my God, you can do this as well as write. And blog and Tumblr, but right when that stuff's happening too, mm-hmm. my boy Nolan, who I've known since preschool, is like, "Yo, I'm not going to school no more, and I'll be a music manager, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working with this kid named Kyle." Man, and I'm still juggling the like, go to school for mom and dad. Wow. And I'm going to do journalism because I'm like, I feel this. I'm taking all these Latin American studies classes. I'm understanding my culture. I'm wondering why I'm able to have these conversations with my father now because we're talking about topics that he knows really good about, about, you know, understanding where he comes from. Understand like, yo, maybe it might just be like he got post-trauma syndrome. Like, yo, he might be on some like... When you leave your country at the age of 15 yeah. and live like nine years by yourself, yeah. shit might be a little weird. Yeah. You know what's wild with, with that is like, you know, my dad, and we've had moments where we talk, and it's crazy because my dad is very like loving and like warm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we've had discussions um, just about, you know, because he loves the Iranian heritage. And he's mm-hmm. like, look, and he said this, and it really struck me as profound because he was like, look, I came to this country to go to college. I didn't choose not to be able to go back to Iran. And my dad was actually like, you know, he was active in the protests against the revolution and he could not go back and see his mom, dad, brothers, sisters for 20 years. Because if he did, he would have been killed. Shit, man. Right? So like he, and it's crazy having him open up about something like that because it is kind of like traumatizing, even though he always kept the even keel and like thugged it out. But like I could tell it hurt him. Yeah. Because he's like, look, like I didn't shoot. This is to this day, he's like, we've built an incredible family and an incredible home. He's like, but this isn't home for me. Then mm. no. that, like, you know I've been, I mean? I, crazy, dude. I've been to this all over plenty of times with my dad, and it was like, we get there, and he'd be like, I want to stay a little longer. 
but we understood like we know you want to stay longer yeah yeah like i remember being out there in the streets and like there was one time like because he's from one of like not the hardest to say like all oh, like on some like yeah you know it's like when the heart but like he's from like a like a really tough town mm. little colonia in like the capital and like it's a third world country first and foremost mm-hmm. like straight real third world country like you got bars on not just the doors of the house but on the roofs because mm. people like jump down through there to steal shit mm. you know like real shit cold real. water only you got it. You want to take a warm bath. You want to take a warm bath. You better go outside, heat the water up. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, no walk in like, the park in El Salvador, especially, bro. So one time we're out there, we you know me and, little, me and my brother Pep were like we're playing around, and all of a sudden we hear this guy. He's like Pep, and I'm like Pep. You know someone out here? Like, but my dad's name is Jose, and that's what they call. That's a nickname for for Jose. It's Pepe. Oh, oh wow. And we look, and there's this dude, and my dad's like, oh, shit. And this dude, he's like, kind of like, he looks a little strong, some tats. And this is also, too, mind you, this is also, like, when the MS-13 first cracked off. Wow. When it first became, like, big thing, you know? Real, yeah. Oof. And we're like, the fuck, and this guy's talking to my dad. He goes, like, I haven't seen you. Like, I haven't seen you in, like, 30 years. Like, Damn. where have you been? Like, I thought you were dead. And Whoa. then he's like, yo, like, you know, you got some money, like, you know, whatever. My dad, like, gives us some money. And then he goes, oh, okay. And he goes to his pocket and he pulls out. And my dad's like, oh, fuck. Like, what's he going to pull out? He pulls out a little, like, like cartoon booklet that my dad gave him when they were a kid. Stop. Because I guess when they were younger, my, supposedly, like, something happened with him and this other homie of theirs. And, like, the dude died and they blamed it on him. But my dad was like, but my dad was the only one that believed him, and was like, I know that wasn't you. Wow. And he goes, whatever you need when you're here, I got you. <laughs> like he goes, Yo. we, and he gives you, and gave us the international yeah. MS13 sign. It was like we got you. And everywhere we went, there was just a dude like thirty feet behind us, just watching. Mm. Wow. But it was like at that moment I saw like the respect yeah. of like, yo, you were really going to do something. That, like people still believe in who you wow. were. Yeah. And now you're out here in this country where it's a little bit, it's not set for you to win. Mm. Right. You're only going to go this high because if not, you gotta go get this education again. You gotta go do. You gotta relearn yeah. a whole nother way For sure. yeah. that can get in the way of basically living for yeah. you. That's and you know, and like, and like, and like, I'm learn, I'm learning these things in class, and it's like mm. allowing our relationship to start meshing and be better because, like, I'm firmly getting the <coughs> the aspect of yo, like. This is like, this is where it's from. Yeah. This is where it comes from. Yeah. Understand it, respect it, take it for what it is, but just don't be mad at it. Yeah. Because it was out of my control. Like, for sure. Like, people don't talk about like the genocides that happened in Central America. People don't talk about how like that war was funded by the U.S. Yeah. How the U.S. has schools over there, schools of the America where like they train the soldiers. 
they don't people don't know that right. yeah but taking the time to go to my classes and learn about that it gives you that respect and love and understanding like yo they ain't fucked up it's gotten fucked up for them for real so understanding that yeah in school made me more latino more brown and as i'm writing i'm figuring out things to do i'm 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 in the the latinos uh journalism club i'm 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 i'm, I'm in i'm i'm understanding my people yeah. Jorge ramos don't sleep on him as a journalist he's one of the best writers interviewers ever He's the guy that Trump threw out like when he's like, oh, you can't ask those questions. He threw out the best, one of the best journalists in the game. You know, like like over there, like the Latin way, it's a art. It's a study. It's Absolutely. a super like, you better ask the right questions. You better yeah. understand this. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, I like getting to know someone. I like making someone feel comfortable. If I can talk to you and write something, which I like to do. And I can get paid for this tight. Yeah. But I don't want to be on camera. I feel you. I want to be behind. Because if I'm going to be on camera, I'm going to do something that I like. Mm. I'll do the skits. I'll do that. But no. like th- like. But for me, the journalism, I was like, nah, I just want to be a print. Print. Blog. Do that. That's incredible. It was it was it was it. But then one day, so you were finding your stride. Yeah. And the neighborhood Nolan hits you. Nolan, yeah, Nolan hits me. He just moved to downtown LA. Okay. And he <coughs> he even did a little bit of work as a TM for uh, Carnage DJ Carnage. Mm-hmm. I remember because he was working with it was an indie pop house. Carnage lived there with him. I remember like when I went there the first time to meet him and shit. I was like. So you know what's roommate? Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> what's up, man? He's like, looking at me like, what's up? I'm like, you speak Spanish? He's like, yeah. I'm like, where are you from? He's like, Guatemala. I'm like, I'm from El Salvador. Like, we both stared each other down for a second. Cause like those countries don't like each other, but we're like, all right, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> like whenever I see him, like we always speak a little Spanish to each other. Like it's always funny. That's incredible. And he was like, yo, I got a, I've met Kyle a couple times. I lived in Northridge because I was going to CSUN. Mm. So it was like downtown was far, but it wasn't that far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like, yo, it's LA. You know, figure it out. Yeah. For sure. And he's like, yo, um, I got to go do this. I got to take Carnage to do the show. Kyle's an audition. I don't know no one. And I don't have like the, I don't know anyone that has a car. Like, do you think like, and I don't really trust anyone. Like, do you think you could take him? And I was like, yeah. Also, holy shit, like I got you. He's like, yo, like I can't, I can't pay you right now. Like, you know, like don't trip. Like, just, if you can look out for me, like gas and food. Like, I ain't tripping. It's no biggie. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't got class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went pick Kyle up, and he was auditioning for uh, DJ Yella in the NWA movie. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like going through lines, and like I was just, like, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, you want me to read him with you? He's like, what? I'm, like, you want me to read him with you? <laughs> like for real? I'm like, yeah. So like, <laughs> when you step in, what do you gonna tell him? Kyle just his line. I I I. But what about easy? You know, like I'm just you know like yeah yeah yeah. But I was just like, All right, I'm gonna you know like yeah. 
You asked me to do this favor for you. For sure. Let's do it. You're my boy. I'm going to go hard for you. I'm yeah. going to take care of you right now, you know? And then after that, I was like, well, Kyle, I was like, I was mad cool, you know, like, do our thing. And then I was like, all right, I don't know. Like, yo, if you need anything else, like, let me know. Like, if you ever need help. And, you know, I'd hit him up and go hang out, get some of the guys, get some of the studio. I'm still going to school. Oh, I got something. I'm doing a report in downtown. All right, I'm going to go see the guys. And it was on Skid Row. You know, I would go out there. I didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is tight. Like, this is a part of the, like, I didn't realize at the time. I was just so like, all right, this is where my homie lives. Yeah. For real. I'm going to come kick it with my homie. Like, it don't matter where you live. Like, fuck you. You know, like, yeah. you got to make it. For real. I know you, you're going to make it. This isn't permanent. Like, I know, yeah. I know you don't. Like, you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to school. I'm doing that. I'm going to school doing that. Doing stuff with Kyle. Going back to Ventura. Some stuff at the house. And then Beautiful Loser comes out. And right before that, or right around that time, I started working with this magazine called Genesis. Word. In Pittsburgh. They're from Pittsburgh. I'm in LA. Um, I met them because Kyle, we uh, we opened up for g at the El Rey Theater. Mm. It was like a moment where like, oh my God, like we like, like, We're like here. that moment <laughs> right We're there. Yeah. Like, you know, I had been with Kyle like doing opening shows from like, you know, different people you know we had open venture theater but that moment at el rey theater was like yo this is what i'm this 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 is a whole new what was that feeling like for y'all just like i mean like especially for you like you know being a part of you know this young squad and especially in its infancy it's like we we know what that is but i want to know what 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 it, what it felt like. I'm just trying you. to help the homie out. I'm literally just trying to help my homie out. Yeah. Like, this is your dream. Right now, my dream deals with school and journalism. I'm trying to do it my way. Movies and TVs. But, like, if I can help you out, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to help you out, dog. Like, yeah. I got you, dog. You're my boy. Like, Nolan was one of the very few people, like, when I was, like, coming up, I was just, like, he told me, like, yo, like, I believe in you. And I, I hadn't heard that from many people. And so hearing that made me be like, oh, shit. Like, yo, if you believe in me, you you see something. So I'm like, I got you. Like, I don't know what you see, but I'm going to go hard. Yeah, yeah. we, we going to see it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to figure something out. Fact. And so what do you need me to do? Oh, I, I got a car. All right, cool. Can you pick up the guys? Yeah, cool. All right, you want me to make sure the green room is good? All right, cool. Like, oh, you need me to do this? Oh, Kyle's not around. Can you do this? Oh, I can't go to these shows. Okay, cool. But what do you need help with? Is there anything I do when you're gone? Yeah. When he was doing the, the when he was out with Pac Div and, and uh, NERD doing that run, I was texting him every day like, yo, how is it, dude? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah. what's up? Like, yeah. just because that's my homie. Yeah, for you know, sure. Like, like, you're my homie. Before anything else, you know, like my brother's my brother, but he's my homie too. And like I've always looked out for him. Like if you're my friend, if you're my homie, I'm gonna look out for you and make sure you are okay. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. Just, that's just that's just what it is. You know, like that's what just what you're supposed to do. Like, and that's been you. Yeah, you have you have brothers and sisters. 
word you know you have family but you know like you're you know you love them because you grow up with them yeah but your friends are different yeah your friends are people that you choose absolutely to hang out with you choose to like if you said something to me right now that i don't like i can be like yo fuck this flip this shit walk the fuck out this might never ever get played it's just a memory to you and you're like yo fuck jesus i don't know but it's, but that's not what it is because no. I fuck with you. Oh, I fuck with you. Yeah. I want to see you win. I want to see this win. Yeah. I want to see I us be- win. You know what I'm saying? I believe yeah. in in you. Not what Likewise. you're about, but who you are. Yeah. And that to me was like that's the tightest part about friendship. Yes. It's a you choose to like yo like. I can fuck with you, like, you know, I'm going to treat you like, oh, you're just like my brother. Like, yeah, because I treat you like that. Yeah. For real. I want you to know that. I want you to know this, how special you are to me. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like, I can't say, like, I can't say, I can't say bro, personally. When people say brother, hey, brother, like, I can't call you my brother because you're not technically my brother. Mm-hmm. You're not my bro. Like, if I don't, like, no offense, but if I don't feel like that way towards you, then it's like, it's all good. For sure. But if, but because I have two brothers. Yeah. But if you're my friend, that itself is its own fucking, it's its own thing where it's like this own world. Yeah. yeah. I understand brother and bro are just another term of like, you know, what's we'll up? man. Yeah, you know, it's another yeah, term. Yeah. But to me, just that's just me taking things literally. Yeah. everybody's entitled to their own interpretations you know what i'm saying and then you know we i did the thing when then i got to school and i was just kind of like i don't know like this is going but like classes were this i I just wasn't feeling the vibe but i wanted to go and then beautiful loser comes out it was tight and then we're like yo we're gonna go on a beautiful loser tour oh wow shit we're gonna do a west coast run yeah I'm 25, no one's 24. Kyle, I think's like 20. Burke's like 15. <laughs> Kyle's brother and Mr. Man were there and Gilbert. But the whole thing of me was like, how are we gonna get a van? <laughs> I'm old enough to rent a van. Yo, no, oh, yeah, you, you got to be like 25. Yeah, you got to be 25. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, I'm just like, yo, how, I'm thinking in my head. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not naming these people off because it's like, oh, yeah, this, you know, everyone knows there. But it's like, everyone is not 25. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying their names and age for no reason. <laughs> you know, like there's there's that, re- you know, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Talked to Nolan and Kyle. And Kyle's like, no, nah, bring him along. Like, he's been down. And that to me felt more like, you know, you get it. Like, yeah. And now I'm realizing, but that was me just being like, yo, I believe in this team. I'm a part of this team. I'm going to go hard for this team. Incredible. That's what matters. Mm -hmm. With us. Us. Yeah. This. Your dream. You believing in you doing what you do is giving my homie a chance to work in which he's giving me a chance to work in which you're giving your brother a chance to do some stuff too. Yeah. That's tight. That's that's the truth. Like, 
I don't want to work for, I didn't want to work for a Time magazine. I didn't want to work for these big people because it was like. It wasn't Squad. No, it, and it wasn't, I didn't, it was like, why am I going to work for you when I'm disposable? Yeah. Like that. Right. Jobs, that's what jobs, like when you grow up, that's one thing you learn. Like, well, if you fuck up, you're disposable. Yeah. I was out on Navy. Oh, I quit. Okay, cool. <laughs> for Find sure. someone in a week. For sure. You're just another like, but when you realize that, yo, like, there's a chance I could be indisposable, mm. that's what makes you feel like, oh, wow, like, mm. I can go this much harder. Yeah. I can push this much stronger. I'm going to wake up that much hour, that much earlier. Yeah. My attitude's going to be like, yeah, work's going to be tight today. Nah, fuck. It's Monday. <laughs> right, you. right. You have my coffee cup, fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> true man and there, there's purpose behind it it kind of reminds me like earlier in your story where you're saying um where your whole soccer team was uh you guys kind of got together and went to uh your community college like, yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah let's yeah. do this like let's squat up and do it yeah you know that that kind of mentality that you have just as a as your being as as that kind of has been guiding you through this now What's interesting to me is like you still don't have much of a clear cut direction in any of this. And most kids like at you, and that's the crazy thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> like, and that's the interesting part is that if you think of kind of more of like a conventional way or even non-conventional, like even someone like Nolan who's like, yo, I'm leaving school and I'm managing Kyle. It's very clear cut. This is what I'm doing. I'm all in. You still have a lot of things going on, but where you're all in is just being down for your squad. And yeah. and it's not about, yo, where is this taking me? Maybe I could find a career here. Man, maybe it, this, it's like those, th- I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of speaking, no, for no, me, but from course, what it sounds course, like, yeah. those things don't even exist. Like you're still trying to figure shit out, but the one kind of thing that is, is been grounding you in your whole like through line through your story is that feeling of like, let me just see where this good feeling with what I know, what the truest thing to me, yeah, where that is t- actually taking me. Yeah. And it's so easy to get caught up in fuck. What am I going to be like? I need to get a, I don't need, I don't need to get a job. I need to get a career getting out of college. You're 25. You're thinking about like, you're seeing other friends probably like graduate I have friends, careers. I have friends that have families, families, consistent jobs, four hundred one ks. Yeah, my my dad at this time tried to convince me to get life insurance. <laughs> I feel you. I feel. In the weirdest way, my brother, <laughs> when I was like eighteen, was told me like on my birthday, he's like, "I didn't think you were gonna make it to 18. Damn. I don't know what he meant by that. I don't know if he meant like I was in a past school. I don't know if he meant if I was gonna die. I don't know if he just meant like." Just to say that, just to get a fire <coughs> under my ass. Mm. But I was just like, yo, if I wasn't, if someone really questioned where I was supposed to be at this point, I know I'm doing something good. Because mm. you have no idea <laughs> what I can do. You see a certain thing in me, but you don't really know what I can do. And that to me has been like the part that has driven me the most is I know I can work the hardest and in working the hardest I've gathered up so many tools 
and so many things that are going to allow me to, when the time comes for me to be like, all right, I'm going to be this profession. It's going to go. But in the process, I've done so many professions and learned so many things that I can do a lot of things if I need to. Mm. If I had to stop right now and get a job, I know I can go to a, a, a venue, a management company, or even maybe a record label. Yeah. And be like, this is what I've done. This is what I can do. And this is what I will do. Mm-hmm. Hear my references. Talk to them. Right. Because I know right now in my life, this is what feels right. Yeah, I can't, absolutely. I can't like, I can't do things based off of like planning. Like I'm not good at that. And I'm not going to just focus on something I'm not good at if I don't want to do it. For sure. Did you ever worry about your future though? I always knew I'd be happy as a kid. I was like, as long as you're happy, just be happy. Just be happy no matter what. Like I wouldn't, I'd look be like, do I see where, I don't know. I, I can't. Not that I can't think that far. It's just right now it's like, yo, worry about the now. Mm. Don't stress over the future. Yeah, you have ideas that are going to lead to that that leads to another path. Take the path and enjoy it. Don't worry about the end. That's that's where like in this journey to me it's like the downfall in my personal journey has been the beginning and end. What do you mean by that? Oh, this is what you're gonna do. How how are you gonna finish it? Mm. Oh, this is oh, there's this. This is the end result. You have to finish school. You have to finish school. You have to go to school. You have to get a job. You have to you have to you have to conform to doing uh, get a job as, as as a nurse. Do this. All right. But what about everything in between? Yeah. What about learning about life? What about understanding it's okay to cry? What about wanting to figure out how to balance and budget because you're about to do it on your own. You're about to go on a vacation with your friends and you got to figure that out. You're going to do it on your own. You got figure it out along the way. It's not the beginning and it's not about the beginning and end. They're, they're great parts for sure. It's important because it has to start somewhere and end somewhere, mm-hmm. but the chunk and the, the the belief, the the honesty, the the reality, the the most important is is can you look at yourself in the mirror and be like, "Yo, I love you." Yeah, for real. Because that that's where shit gets fucked up in in the in that's the beginning like the to the end. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah, yeah. but that, but but like. But, but naturally, nobody else is telling you that until you come to it on your own. You feel and me? And the thing is, is like there's the beginning where you start and how you end. But, but what did you learn in between? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Did you go to school? Yeah. Did you finish school? Yeah. Did you get a degree? Yeah. Did you get a job? Well, like I got a job doing this, but you didn't get your degree in that. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what do you want to know about in between? Yeah. And how like my life like dramatically turned around. When I realized that working with my friends made me happy mm. and that I believe in this. Did you ever think that was important to me? For mm. sure. Or is it your personal happiness that that's what matters? Yeah. And not to satisfy that. Mm-hmm. When can I satisfy my hunger? Yeah. 
you know like absolutely is it always about you is it always about like when can i when can i say it's it's mine for sure you know like yeah absolutely if you went to school for you and did it for you and learned what you wanted to learn fuck yeah more power to you yeah but if you went to school and you got a degree in something you thought was going to work because you were told that way yeah go back and remember what it was you loved to do in between there for sure because that thing that you love to do that you thought about that maybe like gave you happiness and passion might have been the thing that was like yo this is what you need to do yeah and the craziest shit is though it also might have been the thing that wasn't meant for you to do yeah but in attempting to do it you find out earlier yeah like a lot of us get caught up in this like doldrum phase and all that and even still like even look pursuing any music path especially in 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 that regard is like one of those things it's all fun with the homies until it becomes business right but there's also those few stories that like the squad really grows together goes through the hustle and bustle and it's continuous growth you know what i'm saying at the end of the day there's there's fantasy world there's real world and then there's oh shit look what just happened i'm proud of us right but again there are those that do it just to be cool or do it just because they say like look i'm super happy right here a lot of times if money's not coming in if it's really something this is my thing if it's really something that we love we're gonna find any and all means to do it you know what i mean and it's not gonna be cookie cutter you feel me? If artists want to be artists, they're going to, you know, maybe they pop off, maybe they don't. But if they grow, 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 build their fan base, brick and mortar, brick and mortar, brick and mortar, have those days where them and the producers are using EBTs and yeah, trying yeah, to figure yeah, yeah. it the fuck out and, like, doing this odd job and doing that. Look, yeah, still 80% of them won't make it, but 100% of them, if they go through those rings and really want it like that, are going to look back and be like, that time, I was super happy. And that time is very formative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to dedicate to our to whatever the endeavor is, like, we just got to be willing to go through hell and back, literally. You know what I mean? And that's what the motherfuckers that win do. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all started, and now, in, in that... And I want to touch on this, and now it's really starting to blossom for... Not only Kyle, but just squad, like all of y'all have gone through such a journey of like steady build. Ooh, this popped off. Steady build. Ooh, back to reality real quick. Ooh, this was supposed to happen, but we're still here. Yo, people growing up, everybody having different lives, you know what I'm saying? While still squad. You know what I mean? The ideal family is the ideal nucleus of a family, but it's like cats got lives. Cats have opinions. Cats are just growing. Cats are going through the motions. Mm. But it's still not only in everybody's personal growth along this way, but everybody has to grow and sacrifice for the greater good of not only the artists, because that's the the, the focal point, which is like pushing, but also the unit. You know what I mean? Because no artist is really going to make it without the unit, especially the ones that you know, have come up together off rip. Crucial. You know what I mean? How How's that been for you in terms of, like, just, like, 
this whole experience up until where y'all are right now, and also just not only you personally, but also you and squad. You know what I mean? From that standpoint, because you are re- like I truly look at you as somebody that that really has that propensity to to really be the glue of just like yo, this is a community, right? Yo, anything that I need to do, I'm gonna get it done. It doesn't necessarily need to be X, Y, Z. Yeah. It's that, bro. This is crew. This is squad, right? What needs to be done for us to keep moving? I I appreciate you saying that. I I really do because to me, it's just me just doing my part. Yeah. I never I never feel that you know people say glue whatever it is how people feel that's how they feel. To me, yeah. it's just just doing my part. Mm. You know. Kyle told me once when it was when I was in between like not knowing if I was gonna go to school or not, he told me once he was he said as fast as this starts, that's as fast as this could end. Mm. So, <sighs> so remember that. And I was just like, I have to do this. Yeah. And even though it wasn't like it was a full on just jump. I feel that. Like, homies were like, what are you doing? There wasn't that type, like, fully seen, like, what I love about this group of guys is that we've done this in a way that you really have to appreciate every moment. Mm. You know, if it was, like, if I Spy happened four years ago, right when Beautiful Loser popped off, I, I don't know where we'd be. It'd be way I, different. I, I, I know it would be great because Kyle and us appreciate everything that's happened. We've always believed Kyle is like, you know, like, like I'm not saying this because I'm I'm, I'm on Team Kyle, but Bro, say I, that I, shit. I, I, I personally believe like, yo, he's going to be like, He's gonna go down as one like the greatest. Absolutely. You know he has these, these intangibles. You know, like That's big facts. You know, like when you watch like musicians, when you see them in the rarest form. You yeah. know, like you, you know, you, you understand that. You see that. You see that it's a moment that this person. He's a superstar. You know, bro. Th- this one person. You know, can can create this, 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 this like fanaticness going on in an area. You know, yeah. and I see that. It, with him, it's gonna be. And you know what's crazy is that, like, and the reason why I say superstar and just like I'm on some like thug shit, like just say it, because <laughs> a the team has to believe that, oh, yeah. and most most importantly, the artist has to believe that yeah. to be able to look at himself in the mirror, right, and well, say, we, "I love you," and let's fucking do this. You know what I mean? I love you. Let's do this, but let's earn this. Let's yes. do it right. Let's yes. like 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 yo, you gotta go through your ups. You got to do your downs. Yeah. We we did some tours that were awesome, some tours that were tough. Facts. We, we did some things that were like, how? <laughs> how did you, on one tour we had routed, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, like, you know, it, it's the circle, yeah. you know, California yeah. to Arizona to Texas, yeah. Mexico to Texas. You, know, you hit yeah. that stride. You, know, you, you hit the stride, yeah. for sure. Yeah. One tour, it's like, nah, we're starting in Seattle. <laughs> we're going to go down. <laughs> To San Diego, and then we're gonna go back up to Montana, 
Wow. And then we're gonna come back down. <laughs> the jagged edges. Mind you, oh. we're on. We're th- that. That's totally a bus routed style tour. Mind you, we're in a fifteen passenger <coughs> Mercedes Sprinter with a U-Haul trailer. Just doing an M. Just straight up. I was in Ohio six times in one week. <laughs> wow. Oh. <coughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> like, I, I love the the state, but just unless you and, live there six six times in one week in Ohio is not. But like the beautiful part about us is like we embrace it. You gotta. I feel like in the in the music game community, like you gotta go through your licks. You gotta go through your stress. Hell yeah! There's a fucking unspoken brotherhood of this this these moments and situations that you have to go through to get it. Yeah. And it's moments like those that make you appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's why even if just even your whole team, my G had, I spy very early on. It's a lot harder to like appreciate and also know how to navigate yeah. and also have been there before we were, when you haven't, we were, we were kids trying to be like, Oh, let's, um, I'm thinking, oh, Rain loves the one. We're on BET. Yeah. We get some buzz. Oh, my God. Don't want to fall in love. It's like on the red. No way. Yeah. Ah, you know? Yeah. And and the thing I respect about Kyle is he knows <coughs> that the music will last. Absolutely. He makes timeless music. So, like. Sometimes we did some tours where it was like, yo, we did the same songs for like two years. Mm. But we're like, yo, these songs got us two years worth of tours. Yes. And at the same time, I'm like working construction in between doing this because <coughs> when I first come on, no one's like, yo, our very first tour, it was when it's wild. It was like. We went on the 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 Watsky tour, and opening the show, it was Anderson Pack, us then Watsky. <laughs> Crazy, wild. But these were also some like, they were some like we've been doing this. Like yeah. they were people that like the one thing I learned and I love about this profession more than anything is like, you learn by doing. You learn. By sharing, you learn by creating bonds. Straight with people. in the trenches, bro. In the trenches. Yeah, like, man. yo, like, I got some friends. I ain't known you, like, on them long as other friends. But they got a special place in my heart because this game mm-hmm. can eat you alive. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Because you're worried about someone's well-being. Mm-hmm. You got yourself in a van. You know, I've never driven outside of California when I was, like, Ever in my life. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, take this van that you rented from the airport that's only allowed to really that to leave the tri-state area. <laughs> yeah. Take this shit across the nation. Do your best not to get any tickets. And do these advances on these shows. Oh, mind you, your your van has um the Car charger doesn't work. Oh wow! The AC doesn't work. <laughs> Figure yeah. it out. Figure and it out. and figure it out. For it sure. was. It's one of those feelings where you're just like, yo, 
you enjoy everything, every moment. Yeah. And and your first tour is the one tour that that you'll never forget. Like like we've done some amazing places, we've done some amazing festivals, but like that first one of like yeah. not knowing like, yo, how do we do this? Yeah. That's really where the band of brothers is made. You know, and, and that right there is what I believe has blessed this squad of guys. Mm. Because we believe not only seeing but without seeing and just having full faith in each other. Yeah, mm. for Huge. sure. Which is, the, which is important because it's like, yeah, Nolan and I can have issues because, you know, when you work with your friends, you know, there's stuff. For but sure. the overall picture is like, yo, you're that guy. Yeah. Well, that like it or not, you're the like you're the one that that's doing it. All right, Kyle, if you feel the same way, make it happen. Brick, I believe in him and what he does. Max, he's gonna snap his photos. Smalls is gonna fucking do his thing. Everyone, Wada's gonna design. Everyone's gonna do their part. Absolutely. And that's the best part, just knowing like everyone is just talented and believing. Because some people might not think we're as talented. Some people might not. But to me, that doesn't matter because my squad is who I ride for, who I die for. Yeah. Facts. We're the ones that like I believe like yo we're gonna show the world like what it means to like love yeah. be yourself like don't be afraid you know like there's a lot of things going on in this world right now and I think like yo this is something that can like help the world yeah it's the right people it's the right energies it's people from different places like you know the first tour it's like me I'm from Ventura born and raised uh Kyle never worked in music before. Kyle's doing music, studying this. He went on tour once with Jeezy. Brick is 17 years old. I have to figure out ways to like sneak him into the venue to certain places because they're not gonna let him in because he's not of age. And then Max, who's from Oh no, and Max and Brick are both from North Carolina. Randomly, but like they went to different parts. And now they're back here in the U and it's like all of us are like one common denominator is like we all love the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would we all get together? Like it makes no sense, but for sure. we love the music and that's why I feel that this group of people can create a change. I love it. I want to ask you, you said you, you made that hard jump, right? And in, in the music industry, especially in the music industry, um, you can feel like you take that hard jump, but when things don't really start popping off quickly, it can like that fantasy of what this music game can be can fade really fast. Yeah. For you, what was your commitment with that hard jump of like, cause I, I, that's what I believe in, in like, I think the that blind kind of faith leads it, right? That you yeah. were talking about. And like that belief in, in, in this whole thing, maybe there's something bigger going on here. But with all that is commitment. Was that a conscious decision for you? Like, look, you have these other opportunities that you these other routes you can go. You can you can pursue pursue journalism, maybe do something that like feeds that side of you that's maybe a little more secure. And uh, shout, shout out to Nushi with the cheese. For real. Trying to be sil- the silent assa- cheese assassin over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
you know, it, it, it's like, I'm just trying to envision, you know, when we're, we're, we're faced with those choices of like, look, getting into the music industry isn't safe. It's, it's really far from it. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to build your life and you have other opportunities that you might like, look, I could go on and pursue this and be fine. I could be financially okay. I could probably yeah. get something secure and it feeds my passion. But I really, <laughs> but I really believe in this and I don't know what the hell this, this, this even entails. So for you, when you made that commitment, when you made that hard jump, did you have that kind of talk with yourself or what was that thing that kind of pushed you to say like, this is going to be my life, that hard feeling of like, this is what I'm down for. Because once you, once that happens, you really can't pivot so much from that. Oh, definitely. And it comes from the beginning and just belief and just knowing that like God's got my back. Mm. Like, yo, like, this feels right. This seems right. Yeah. We're doing this. I feel like in his, like, in his name, like, we're it's going bigger out. Than we're, all of y'all. we're going out doing the the things that I've always believed in. Mm. You know, we're sharing the, you know, the message, like, causes music, but the message behind it, you know, like, understanding who you are. It's okay, you know, like. It's really love. Love, you know, like, you know, like, it. that is what made me feel that, like, yo, it's good. I'm with my boy. I trust this dude. That's a big part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's showing me faith, like, still after all these years. Yeah. In an endeavor that he doesn't have to bring me on. Yo, run with this. Yeah. It's not often that your best friend is going to be like, yo, you want to get in on this with me? Yeah. And it's like, yo, you, you're you going to put in work, but it's going to work out. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it's hit or miss, but like, you know, to me it was like, yo, just, I'm not, I'm not going to do the, my life has felt too, I've done too much in my life to just, just go for the ordinary. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Not an ordinary person is going to be like, I'm going to play soccer for the rest of my life and dedicate yeah. my whole life to this. Yeah. You got to have something in your head. You got to you got to do these things. That's what that's what matters. And to me that's what you know, there wasn't ever a point in this cuz I was so I've been so in this, you know, like taking this time now and reflecting on it is like this is what I wish I would have done with soccer and just reflect and be like, wow, look at what's, what's, what's gone down. Look at how, what you've done. Mm-hmm. I can do that now that like I'm done with it. Mm. But when you take a chance, especially, and that's what I learned with these guys is like, yo, look at what we did. Can you believe that? Yo, we did, we did 51 shows in 49 days. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yo, Max, you and I just drove, to New York, you and I just drove to Georgetown from California in three days. Like, what the fuck? Like, like taking the time to really just be like, yo, like, not even not not brag about it. No, no, no. Just reflect and be like, yo, did you know you could really do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you know in your heart that if push came to shove, you could conquer your fear of driving past an hour you've told yourself you could never drive past? <sighs> Do you ever tell yourself like, yo, 
you're about to walk on stage because the artist's mic pack is falling off and you got to go on stage in the middle of his performance and fix it real quick and put it back and make sure no one sees you. <laughs> like that, those are the things that just like, that you want. That's what you want. It's like a constant overcoming of fear. Yeah, constant. Not, sure. not even overcoming of fear, but a constant of just getting past your uncomfortability, just being uncomfortable. Yeah, because that's just me. getting it done, bro. That's yeah. that, 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 just like, get it done. Like get it done in the fastest, quickest way possible. Yeah. And even if it's uncomfortable, you're doing it. Yeah, because that's what's most important. And like, you don't really know who you are until you're uncomfortable. For sure. Cause you're really gonna see who you are. You can be in your comfort zone and know, like, okay, you say this, it's not gonna bother me. But what happens when you're somewhere else and someone says something that pisses you off? That normally, if somewhere else it would be like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that so and so. But this dude don't know who you are. I don't care. Mm-hmm. For sure. How are you really gonna react? That to me has been the best part of this too, cause it's. I'm in situations that I'm like, oh, I gotta talk to you, or oh, I gotta, <coughs> I gotta figure out how I'm gonna make this little stage work, or you know, like, because with the blessings, I got to be Kyle's tour manager, which was tight because I got to see how this worked at the smallest part, right. and that's the most important. It's the most you got to nurture that because mm-hmm. that's when someone can be like, fuck this, I don't need to do this. Mm-hmm. When it's just you and the other homie having to move the merch bins after you and the same homie drove twelve hours each. Yeah. It's 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 the and that's when like if you're with the right people all on the same mission, it's like, yo, this is worth it. This yeah. is worth it. This is worth it. For sure. This is worth it. Cause it's like, a very it's a very thankless game, to yeah. be honest. Like just in 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 relative speak, you know what I mean? But like, you gotta be doing it out of like a place of love and, and, and just like passion in your, in the loins of a motherfucker's being. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause like, it's like doing it with family. It has yeah, yeah. to be. Cause the motherfuckers that even do their jobs well as TMs that run around with multiple artists, like the ones that are happy doing that are the ones that care about the artists or called back by them and even just like, just run with all the punches. Yeah. And even y'all as a unit, like, yeah, times were hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you went through things that y'all never even thought you could. Yeah, sometimes alone, sometimes all together. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that built yeah. everything. You there know what was, I mean? And you can't do it if it's not for something bigger than you. Yeah. There was times when, like, let me say two years ago, coming up. Yeah, no, a year ago maybe. Right before I spy, I was working construction because I had to, to live. Yeah. Because we only went on one tour that year. Kind of like, you know, not that we disappeared, but like, you know, we were working. We had to figure it out, you know. The homie was working at the fucking Cheesecake Factory. You know, the other homie's doing his own thing. Like, everyone's trying to figure it out, but we're still in contact, still talking sure. to each other, still being friends. Yeah, still being regular as people, and then one day, you know, they hit me up, come to the studio. All right, here's a song. 
You did this? Yeah, me and Lil Yachty. Oh, okay, this is tight. This is tight, okay. Didn't think anything of it. Yeah. I've heard so much of his music, and I'm like, oh, this is oh, this is tight. This is all, oh, like, kick it, do some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that one, I was like, all right, you know? All right. And then <laughs> a couple months later, I go by the house, hang out with Brick. They're like, yo, this song's a little monster. Like, what do you mean? It's climbing up the charts. Like... It, it's making moves. It's it's doing all these things. We're like, oh snap! You know, like it's it's becoming something. Yeah, then it's like 50, 40, 30. Kyle's taking meetings. But what does this mean? It's gonna be a big tour. What does that mean, though? It also means you got to get the right people for the right jobs. Mm-hmm. The reality sets in too. Like, yo. What you did was tight, and you learned a lot, but are is it now at the point where we can pay you to learn on the job, or do we go with the professional? Mm. You know? Like, I was the TM. You know, I, I'd been Kyle's TM. And one thing I learned, you know, like, guys, you know, they were like, all right, we're going to go with this other guy. And I... When I found out, I understood. I still had I still had a, a place to work with them with Kyle, but I also understood like, yo, when things grow, you got also got to be willing to adapt and not let your emotions take over or think the worst. Mm-hmm. For sure, absolutely, especially That's when because like, yo, like that was the job I had done. That was my position. Yeah. Yeah. I was the TM. I'd done the TM from the beginning when I got the chance to, and I was like, yo, okay, like what's going to happen? But I called, when I found out, I called him and I was like, yo, whatever you need, let me know. Like, I, I want to work this out. I want to make sure whatever it is that happens on this is for the team. Yeah. Let me know what I can do for the team. And that right there put me in a different mode where it's like, all right, now you're day to day and you're a stage manager, mm. in which I fucking love because you're, you're constantly doing things. You're constantly feeling responsible, constantly. Absolutely. Stage now. Now I don't have to worry about everyone, which was could cause an issue and could cause like easy stress. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, we're just homies. Yeah. I don't have to tell you, hey, are you, can you go? We got to go. I don't have to be that guy anymore. Right, 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 right. It's hard to be someone's friend and they're the dude that's trying to make the show run. Yeah. When you know your people so well. For it's sure. Like, you're not meaning to look at them and be like, oh, like, okay, you're Bro, playing. You're lightweight the goalie. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're basically taking your... For real. You're, you're, you're literally you're, in the dark navigating the whole team. You know, you're, you're figuring it out without having to, like, you're looking in the best interest of the team. And sometimes people don't think you're looking for them right. For sure. Right. Exactly. But now with this other role, it's like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can still do all the little pieces of that that I've been training myself to do. Now I can do it in a straight shot. And it's yeah, working working awesome only because i firmly believe that if you let the emotions or if you let things take over you 
in, in situations like that, you're not going to remember who you are. For sure. Absolutely. Being a, being a, why you're doing you, it. You know what's crazy? With. Like, I was even thinking about that when you said that. And, like, the first thought that naturally just comes to anybody's mind is, like, oh, that was so, that's so special of you to be able to do that, right? But, like, I can't even in my right mind say that because it's like, bro, this is who you are. That's in your character. Yeah. Like, your DNA is squad and team. Yeah. Right? And I feel like even, look, naturally it's, it's, it is that. But the, the beauty about y'all's team in general also is that that is reciprocated. Yeah. Like, the wild shit was is that, shit, maybe, they're, maybe the team decides it's not best for the group yeah. to pay and do this. But out of that, you're like, damn, maybe... That could be right. Yeah. Maybe I want to take the challenge. Maybe it's like what, and then it just becomes well. What can we do to make this all work? What can we do to make your life easier? What can we yeah. do to make this process less painful? What can we do to be like, yo, let's get this and shit cracking? And what that did also was make your life just a a different like segment of fulfillment yeah. in 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 the roles and responsibilities. Though. Yeah, like like I didn't realize like. Cause it's more intimate, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like it, it's more, it's more familial. I'm doing one on one. Like I'm walking into every radio station in America and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah. Over the questions. Okay, cool. Like yeah. building these relationships instead of it being like, "All right, do I have to worry that you're gonna try and take my money, or do I have to hurt you down, or yeah. yo, do you have the things I need?" Right, 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 right. Like I want to be cool with you, but for like, sure. In the TME world, there's certain things where it's like. You gotta. It's it's stern. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I can be stern, but it's not. It's not fully in my character. The be- mm-hmm. the best TMs aren't aren't uh, players coaches. You no. know what I'm saying? Hell no. They're the they're the two a day hardliners making you throw up, but you were ready for that play. <laughs> that yep. four, that fourth and twenty three, <laughs> you were ready for it. Yeah. Like my TM, like the the other TMs that I've watched. I've learned so much from like working with mm-hmm. because now it. it, it the TM job is someone that has is, is wisdom in this. You've been doing this for a while. For yeah. sure. When you start off on the very small, it's like, yo, you're the guy we trust. Right. Yeah. You're the guy Absolutely. that, like, I, I, I'm okay with putting my hands in your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to get this figured out. And then you learn and learn and learn and learn. You know, my boy Kevin Henry's doing stuff with my G. Jordan fucking did Drake does G's all the time my homie Nils Montan he's now become um, he does his own production managing from TMing are the the TMs that like I've recently dealt with like Mark um, uh, homie Mark he does stuff with Wiz he's an older dude so he had like this old school mentality yeah OG TM yeah. This time of day, be there. This time of stuff, ready. Yeah. His desk was always like, it didn't matter where it was. He sometimes had his desk in the semi-truck, cold <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Hey, man, can you do me a favor? What's up? Can you pack me some cones? Yeah. Our thing was getting high and doing fucking <laughs> names for fucking guest lists together. <laughs> you know? But in that, that. You're, you're hearing <clears throat> and learning. Absolutely. My God, Casey, this past tour, uh, I mean, with us, the, they came in, learned so much just from like, yo, this is how you do the paperwork, advance, advance, advance. Yeah. Save money, how? This is who I know. Like, 
understanding of the network. Mm -hmm. All these things that maybe later on I can be a TM. But I can't do it right. Like, it's it's also understanding, like, yo, right now isn't that time. Yeah. Right now is do what you need that's best for the squad. Absolutely. Because when you tell me, hey, I need you to do this, I won't be able to do that for you. Straight up. But right now, just focus on what's best for the squad and take care of the squad. Because, like, what else What else can you do? Yeah. Realistically, real. like, what what else can you do, like... If you don't feel that connection with with people that like you work with, you can't live a happy life. Right. Cuz you have to see that person every day. You know, you might see them more than like like it's more like your family. Yeah, like like I got to give it up to my girlfriend like the last year and a half I don't know how like I'm gone, I'm here, I'm gone, I'm here, I'm gone. Mm. I I've I was back for maybe like 2 weeks total oh. this past year. But she still she holds it down because she believes in yeah, the vision. Right. She sees it. If you're around the people that believe and see everything, it was meant to be, and yeah. it just works smoothly. And in my life, luckily, I've put myself in situations where everything moves smoothly. <laughs> I didn't have bigger homies to like give me game. I had some homies from the neighborhood that were like word me up every now and then but like you know they they, they did what they had to do for them and i ain't mad at them yeah much respect to them i love them but one thing i always told myself was like i got little homies whatever they need i got them mm. i got you i don't ever want you to think like you ain't got no one to look and nah, like i got you mm. and when your homies know that about you Everything is just going to get to the next level. That's why this squad and these guys, it's it's tight. Like it's, it's shit that like, you know, it'll change the world. I love that. Like you just, that was the glow up of the century right there though. You know what I'm saying? Because it's beautiful to just see, just you as a human being continue to blossom. You know what I mean? Like, and you're experiencing so much. Like, it's 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 really gorgeous for me to see it all just come together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, looking back at it, it's it's being able to be in that moment, looking back at it, like you one would understand how special it is, and also how like meant to be it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you walk into the venues that you've been to before, and you're mm. like. All right, we're gonna do the big room. All right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this one day. We're yeah, do this. yeah like yeah. you've seen someone do a show there. Like I'll never forget. Like, like I'll always like be thankful and show mad love for like Jeezy and his people because they gave us the first opportunity to like tour. Yeah, and sure. we did some shows with them, and I'll never forget like his, <laughs> his show at the Fillmore in San Francisco. And that spot's like legendary, you know. Oh, yeah, like it is. all the people that perform there. Yeah, you know, when you get, when you perform there, they give you like a poster that oh, day really? of like mm-hmm. you know the performance. Oh, awesome! And I remember being. I was like, wow, like this is big. And I just remember like just you know like that that pride they had yeah. on this past tour on the Super Tour. We get to San Francisco and we do the Fillmore and the um, it's a long load in because it's a it's a crate. Mm. You have to take a crate up walking you see the crate goes up 
oh shit. Jester were like, De Chappelle perform right there. They'll perform there. You see all these people that perform there. And you're like, oh snap. You see the stage. No one's in there. And you just like get the chance to like look around. And it's like, you know, you're looking at your field before you play. Yeah. yeah. Man. Just examining it. You're like, all right, all right, this is floorboard, it's good. It's all strong, you know, like, all right, like, all right, be careful right here, Kyle. Let me go, go tape over here so we can see the floor. And then, like, once the people come in and you have that feeling and then they mm. give you your posters, like, oh, yeah, you know, you sold the show out tonight. You're like, oh, tight. And you just see it and you just feel that, like, in your stomach. And every show I've always had that feeling in my mm. stomach where it's like, ooh, and, like, I told myself, like, and that's what it was when I stopped playing ball was I lost that feeling in my stomach. Mm. And that's what made me like walk away. And that's what now I feel like, yo, like that feeling is your happiness. That feeling is excitement. That feeling is the want. That feeling is knowing that this is bigger. Like you might go down in history. This might be the opportunity that sends you forward. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm who knows, you know, maybe I can be the Brown Jimmy Fallon. You know, like there's all these things. Yeah. But if you didn't go through this moment of the journey, for sure. This middle part, not the beginning, not the end, but this part of the journey. That's just forever. You know, then you walk out, you know, for me, it's like weird because, like, I walk out on stage, make sure the stage's right. And, like, Kyle did a song back in the day where he just, like, shouts, shouts me out. A bunch of times like shout out jesus like shout out like in a song literally and he says shout out jesus like 34 fucking times <laughs> you know and like i love the guy but it was like damn dog and it was like <laughs> and i walk up on stage and people are like jesus, jesus and in my head i'm just like i just smile everyone's just excited and i'm like like not that moment specifically but just the excitement when you see the people for just sure. excited, yeah, just ready. Yeah. Like, oh, they see you. They think you're an indicator that this is about to start. Like, this is real. Like, we're finally seen. Like, yeah, when you build, when you, when everyone starts to feel that, right, right, when right. everyone gets that way about everyone in the group, not just the main person, but the whole team. The squad, yeah. yeah, it lets you know, like, yo, this is bigger than just what it is. This is the. He was the guy. Kyle's the guy that gave us the belief. Mm-hmm. He believes in it too, but just his voice and he has the abilities to carry in this manner. Yeah. Yeah. We help him out and we believe in what we um we believe in the same thing he believes in. And we're just gonna do our part to our best abilities. Because not everyone can perform. Right. But I can fucking Stage manager's the shit out of that stage. That's right. I feel that. That's right. I you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's at the movie. Kyle's performing, doing his movie. I'm right there letting him know, like, yo, you go with the script. Try this, try this. Uh-huh. I got your water for you. Like, what you need? Like, I'm, I don't care. I'm going to do my part. Yeah. So I wait everyone, like, to not just him, but to whoever that believes in what we believe in. 100%. Yeah. Man. It, that way. <laughs> That's incredible. Like, I, you know, you t- it, I'm taken aback. And look, like, the, the crazy thing is, like, there, there are those even as close as, you know what I'm saying, like, we've become. It's like, bro, like, and the appreciation that we have for one another. Yeah. You know, 
I know these things have happened. It's crazy, like, when the friends start knowing. Oh, yeah. And even the instances where they really be knowing or they we think we're knowing because of this, this digital world. Yeah. But, like, to be able to hear you say it and, like, feel and, and hear it in that manner, it just makes me so appreciative that, you know, you've come here and have taken us through such an incredibly green story. And when I say green, I mean like it all starts with the grass and the field (laughs) and the growth of the plant and the flowers and this like blossom. Like just metaphorically, family, it's it's like... It's all about... It's about everyone. Yeah. You're not here just because you did it. You're here because everyone was here for a reason for you. Yeah. Everyone. I'm lucky to have friends that, like, everyone that, all my friends that I've met, and, like, I understand the music industry is very dangerous, but for me, it's like, yeah, but my friends fucking figured out a way. Because all my friends including you guys, have figured out a way to win in your realm. You know what's wild? Like, that that's the most beautiful part. Like, yeah. when you're like, I met you at South By. Yeah. One day we we do something, we link up again. We get food together. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Hang out wild, tight. Mm-hmm. You have an idea. Yo, you're doing this. Wow, who'd have known? I have this podcast. Yo, this is Ty. I listen to your podcast. Thanks for the text message. I appreciate that. Yeah. I see you in all commercial. I'm like, when does the new wear glasses? I don't know. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? For but real. that energy of just that, like, always when you see someone you know, like, wishing the best. Yeah. Wanting 100%. the best. Yeah. Putting it out there. Putting it in not, not just, like, you know, like the universe, but in God's world. Like, yo, like, you want this person to win for sure is what allows all your friends to feel it because everyone passes it along and there is no like negativity just trying to bring you down or anything it's like everyone's like yo like because surprisingly all my friends are are winning yeah that's like yo you're my friend i want to see you win that's the best thing in life for real absolutely go out there and show the world what you you got you know what the beauty is is like winning is literally just putting a fucking step forward yeah in the the forward direction because like everybody that's winning also like shit there's times that motherfuckers don't know what the fuck is going on but just continuously growing and moving forward and just growing within ourselves gee like that's the beauty of of being able to call a motherfucker's mom and tell her we made it. Cause like, you know what the beauty about that shit is? Like she's been knowing that since you, since we came out of their wombs. You know what I mean? They've. That's that's what the the beauty of this like human thing is. Like we were destined to do it. Yeah. My you mom, I mean? my mom, all she told me was, just whatever you, whatever you want, whatever you feel. Yeah. Just do it for the right reasons. And God will take care of you. Bang. And, and that you have. That's it. Bang. I love you to death. Love you too, dog. You already. 
Yeah, that was this was incredible. Yeah, man, bro, I, I love how your story has come full circle in so many ways. Yeah, um, but you have this such strong through line of of, of not just being down for your squad, but like believing in something bigger than just you. Mm. And if we can all take those moments, like, and for anyone like listening to this, that's like that. that that's what I'm thinking of is that get outside of just yourself, you know? Yeah. There's so many things where we can just like, oh, what am I doing with my career? What am I doing to get my moves? What am I, what moves am I making? Where am I going? It's just I, yeah. I, 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 I. Just like step the fuck back away from just you. Yeah. And look what, look at what's, what's around you, you know? And, and figure out what you really believe in and who you really believe in. Yeah. That All those things are going to point to to where you should be and uh, and I think your story has done that. I think it, it shows such it's showed that in such a good display. Yeah. Um, and we haven't really gotten that type of perspective on this show, to be honest. Of of someone who's like has such a, it's like a selfless kind of thing. Mm. Um, and we've seen it. Look, we've seen it from the management and 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 things like that. But for someone that's just like believing constantly in something bigger and giving mm-hmm. your all to everything else and being your all in everything around you. Yeah. Everything that wave comes up together and there's no fucking surprise in my mind that when you say all your friends are winning, of course all your friends are winning. You're surrounded with that those are the people you're surrounded with. Yeah. That's that's your universe, that's your world. I like all I can think of right now as you say that is every morning when I was working construction I would drive into the plan to the left of the driveway was a strawberry field. And then to the right was a construction site. And all that would tell me was just look right up, right above that. And there was the sky. And I was like, keep thinking that way. Mm. You're not like... You're more than the left, but you came from you. You came from those that work. That's where your work ethic comes from. Yeah, and the right is another elevated level of that work. Yeah. So how do you take it? You got to take it one more step, and the only way you do that is by just believing. Yeah. If you don't believe in anything, <laughs> how can you believe in yourself? Hundred mm. percent. I think th- this episode had the most gems dropped. Yeah, for real. <laughs> per capita. <laughs> for real. This was a like this. This literally goes down as one of my favorites. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I wanna, I wanna ask you, like, for all those youngins that like may even listen to this and hear this story. You know what I'm saying? Where could they reach out to you at? Because I want, I really wanna like, yeah. Where can they, where can they reach out to you at? Um. On the socials, on the, all just that. Just hit me up. It's, I'm on Instagram at at SuperDuperJesus. That's where you can find me. I'm not on Twitter. Just find me on Instagram. Like, I believe in the world. I believe in people. And if you, know, you need, I can do what I can do for you. Yeah. And I can do what I can help you out with. But you got to take the, you got to be able to do the rest. For sure. The greatest thing ever is, you know, we all know the 10,000 hour rule. 
And in between them, there'll be some teachers that just come through and give you some game. But you got to take that game and run with it. Mm-hmm. We all understand that and respect that. And I'll do my part to help out whoever. But you got to be willing to put in your part. And you got to maximize your strengths to far further than you can go. I couldn't agree with you more. Because if you can't push your, you got to, you can't be scared. Can't Hell be scared. No. Hell no. You know, she told me the other day, he's like, yeah, man. You know, the other day I ran a, I ran like 16 miles on the bike. I was, he's like, I did 16 miles on the bike. I was like, <laughs> hold the fuck up. How the fuck did you get past eight miles? Like, how, I, <laughs> like, how, like, what? Like, like, I even called you. Yeah. And I was like, yo, how did you do that? You're like, yo, you just go. I got endurance. And the only way you know is because you got to mile six and you're like, all right, let me try one more. Yeah. Factual. And then let me try one more. And then maybe there was a point where it got you got tough. I mean, but, you, but 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 you know, you're still going like yeah. but that you know, like even like that just equates to just you you know, like where it just all comes from is like you believe you could take yourself one step further. For sure. Don't for sure. Don't think about the giant jump. Just take that step at all. Yeah. Because it's going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Because when, because it just, when we heard that, when we found out we were number one for the first time, and you just take that in, that like all these steps. Yeah. For this one moment. Yeah. And it's fucking worth it. And you just see your homies win. Yeah. And you're a part of the winnings. Yeah. Bang. Blessings. That's life. That's love. Yeah. For real it is. Just enjoy the moments. Enjoy it. That's all you get. That's all you get when you leave. That's all you get. You get your moments. You get your memories. And I'll be damned if my life or my memories don't go down as my favorite movie ever. I love it. (laughs) Yo, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. (laughs) And we out.